anything you'd ever really want to know about every public figure I have ever encountered. Most of the conversations I've had with people when I've been in a single party consent state, recorded, archived. I have shit on everything. And and it's trending, of course, in the wrong direction. But by the way, really, all of this is notwithstanding the central point, which is this, and, and this is maybe to get to the relevance of the debate. And by the way, you made this drive-by remark about Laura Loomer got censored, therefore Jewish power isn't real. What, is that a joke? That's I mean, not yeah, what okay. I said. Well, I think that was you. You brought up Loomer. I didn't. In any case, you brought her up immediately after talking about Israel and. You made some drive-by shot about. Oh, you talk about Jewish power, but for a Loomer, it's banned. And I never said that. To China, it's like. That's why they think that you make a mockery out of Judaism. That's why why the Hill Street, like you, there's a reason why I've never been on the Hill Street before because they hate you. Don't you know that, brother? Seriously, brother, don't you realize, Captain, that you don't know what you're talking about? Even the kill stream. Wait a minute, Hunter. Even the kill stream doesn't accept The kill stream doesn't accept you. They actually threatened to like quarter the kind of Wait, you guys saw that? You know you did that. No, wait a minute. But it doesn't influence the numbers at the end. It's a bullshit talking point. It's a bullshit talking point. I'm okay with what it's fucking saying. I can give you the argument, counter argument, counter. Uh, loot, that's oh one lose God. for destiny, you, you okay? Go through the script. Yeah, tell us, tell us about how they turn him back at the border, and that's how the numbers are. I didn't know what he was going to say. Uh, tell um, us about it, Nick. Said, I think you said on a stream that I'm in favor of like genocide of all white people. white people, you said that to Bryson Ray. Is that true? Uh, I might have. I don't know. I say a lot of random hyperbolic shit about you sometimes. <laughs> did you or did you not? Yeah, I don't know. You've seen the bot. I might have. I have no idea. Double down on the double down on the Biden inflation. Double double down again. Just to go after them and make the society the way we want to be. The point is, you can't get rid of the guns. The weapon is there, and so it's not a question of can we destroy the weapon. No, the government will always be there. And, you know, we, that, that's why ANCAP is really the crux of it. Because if you can get rid of the government, then then maybe you're right. But if you can't get rid of the government, then it's just a matter of who runs it. And then you can certainly that's get what rid, matters. You can certainly get rid of things the government's doing, right? Hello and welcome to the Killstream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor-in-chief of the RalphRetour.com, where there was a new article published very early this morning um, on Dear Fiance. Uh, it's up there. She wrote it, uh, and I posted it early this morning, so check that out. The RalphRetour.com. There's tickets available for the live Killstream on April 2nd in Dallas, Texas. Pay was added to the card over the weekend. Many people uh, on that card. We'll talk about that some. Of course, you see Stranglehold on the screen. A little uh, pre, little pre-show, pre-official 
You know, it's the song we play before I start recording, basically. It's still live for everybody, though. How are you guys doing? I did a Tequila Sunrise earlier today. Uh, check that out. About, f- what, I don't know, four and a half hours, something like that. Patrick Howley's going to be here in a minute. Joe Kent got griped earlier. I saw a little bit of that. We'll probably go some, uh, uh, over some of it here uh, on the kill stream itself. And uh, we'll talk to Patrick Howley about Russia, about AFPAC, uh, about uh, gas. Gas prices through the roof. Even for Pansy's little Mazda, it cost, uh, what did she say, $25 for half a tank. Uh, I'm afraid to, afraid to see what it costs to fill up the new Frontier. <clears throat> I'm going to actually go do that after the show because I'm pretty sure it's going to go up. Um, should have done it already, but I haven't. Now, here's what Trump said during the election. Well, then anybody... We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have ha- it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? We have more oil wow, than that anybody. Sounds, that does sound a little, a little prophetic here. Joe Kent, man, I I saw part of this earlier. It wasn't a good look, actually. Should I just start that? Patrick Kelly will be here in a minute. Let me, let me uh, the thing's pulled up, so I should be able to see him. I was running a little late. Shock. Then I lost my other sunglasses right before I came on air. I just took them off and sat them down, talked to Pansy for a second, and now they're fucking missing, and they're my favorite sunglasses, and I can't find them anywhere. Literally just took them off. I'm, I don't even know how I lost them. It's that crazy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the third ever American Populist Union live stream. A lot of people in the chat. Good to see all of you guys. Sorry for the delay. Complicated business. Technical difficulties. My fault. Uh, we're joined by Joe Kent today. I'm going to bring him on here. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Man, how are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. Now, we're here to explicitly talk about what happened on Thursday regarding you and Nick Fuentes. So... Do you have a um, anything you want to start by saying? You can take it whatever way you want. Um, I did not know very much about Nick Fuentes until one of my opponents released a, an attack ad saying that I had been endorsed by Nick, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I had heard some of Nick's comments at the um, the rival back event that he had, uh, in particular, you know, cheering for Putin and, and laughing about how it's not a bad thing if someone's compared to Hitler, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm not a fan of that, uh, that rhetoric to say the very least. And then a couple of days later, my opponent released that video. So I wanted to just make it very clear to people that <clears throat> I didn't stand with, you know, his ideology. Um, so that's why I put that out. Okay. Now Thursday, I think it was Thursday night as well. Nick Fuentes did a live. Why does he have a lowercase on his last name? Whole event. He said that you guys had Unprofessional. spoken on the phone around a year ago, I guess, and that he had helped you get your social media off the ground. What do you have to say about that? Well, we spoke. I mean, right when I first announced, I was, you know, contacted by lots of different people, influencers, that type of stuff. I didn't, I mean, I spoke with him. Um, I didn't know who he was. I had never seen his, whatever it is, his live stream or his, uh, whatever it uh, is, whatever it is. He has a podcast. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know. He does a computer. He doesn't know what the fuck it is. Whatever, whatever the little thing is he does. I, I don't know. The conversation really 
I mean, we didn't talk any specific ideology, that type of stuff. I mean, we, we said America first, America first, you're America first without much detail. Um, and that was kind of it. You know, I, he says he helped get my social media off the ground. I don't know what he means by that. Um, there's never been any kind of financial transaction between us. Um, I don't know if that means well, that's not he what he said. things. I know he, a while back, I get, I, I, I at this point now know that he, you know, gave us some sort of a social media like amplification, like, hey, follow this guy, um, in particular on Gab. He says that, I mean, I, I, I have no reason to not believe him, um, but there was no official like formal agreement. What, you don't know anything going stuff. on with your whole campaign um, or what? Later on, whenever it was, he got put on the no fly list. The fuck? I did tweet like, hey, this is bad. We shouldn't be putting people on no fly lists or canceling them. And I, and I stand by that. I, even though I disagree with, uh, you know, especially the things that, that Nick said. I, I I'm on the always fly list, by the way. I think the guy should be deplatformed. I certainly don't think he should be put on a net fly list. Okay, so, I mean, what is it that you disagree with off the cuff that that he said? I'm no expert on uh, all that, that Nick says or whatever. Like I said, I, I still to this day, I, I have not seen his show. Um, so, in particular, his comments about, like, hey, we're, we're fans of Putin and, and leading the Putin chant. And I think maybe he was just trying to be funny, tongue-in-cheek, you know, get some laughs, but then saying that, hey, this is uh, being compared to Hitler. That's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like, okay, that's that's bad. Like, we, we don't, we don't <laughs> say those types of things out loud because they're actually hurtful. And, and if you're trying to even be funny. The stay flawless, um, that's right. You know, he's walking that line between is he being an entertainer or is he being in politics? I'm in politics. I'm auditioning for a, a very serious job. So I can't be associated with folks that are that are messing around with that type of rhetoric um, because I disagree with it. But also because, you know, that's that's not the that's not the face that we want to put forward um, from my my campaign for what I stand for. He's also talked a lot about, you know, he went out there at that that. Um, event in particular and said, Hey, this event, this movement is all about whatever. I think it was Christian white men. Um, and I, I just think that that's, this guy's got a Curtis bitch on his Kurdish bitch tattooed on his arm. So I think she sucked his dick. Is that what he captain save over here? This reminded me of a story that I saw. Well, actually it's not a story. It's a, um, it's a clip from Martin Lawrence. And I happened to see it last night after the show. This reminded me of Joe Kent. And a lot of, actually, it reminded me of some of my haters as well, too. <laughs> oh, my man, at Lover MTV. What's up, and they're man? Doing a little, uh, they're doing a little uh, simping. Give that a round of applause. And Todd won. What's up, Todd? <laughs> you know what MTV? <laughs> Todd won. You know who Todd Girl is, right? MC Light. And guess what? He got a tattoo on his chest, got MC Light on this shit. And I used to fuck her.
<laughs> now you want to still fuck with me. Now nah, he messed with me all night, but you're my man. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, blow him up on stage. Holy not shit. The, again, that's not the message that we want to be putting out to people that this is some sort of an exclusionary um, type of group that we only represent, you know, Christian white men or white people in general. Um, I think that that's a, a bad message to have when we're, when we are, number one, it's a bad message to have because Americans come in all different colors and all different races. What? Um, but also as, again, as we're trying to expand our movement and stand up for America first, which is Americans, if you're an American citizen, we want to put you first. We don't want to say, Hey, we're putting the white people, we're putting the white men ahead of that line. That just, again, from a moral and ethical standpoint, I disagree with that, but then also messaging. I mean, that's absolutely horrible messaging. So now would you say that, white people are discriminated against in America today? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I would. I mean, CRT, if we're going to talk about critical race theory, if we're going to talk about our culture, I mean, to say that the culture is anti-white, to say that the culture is anti-straight white male, like, yeah, I mean, you, we can, I feel like that's fairly easy to bring receipts to, to, to back up. Um, I, although when you approach issues by saying that our movement is about straight white men, and you know, making jokes about Hitler and, and leading cheers what for the? Putin, you're taking away a lot of your credibility to have a constructive discussion and bring people to our side by saying, "Hey, this is what critical race theory is." And for me personally, I, I when I talk about critical race theory, especially the anti-white part of critical race theory, I always like to say because I, I believe this. Right now, critical race theory is incredibly anti-white. And it's just anti-white right now. Critical race theory what? is all about having the people that control our government, the totalitarians, the authoritarians. No, it's anti-white by na- that's what it's na- by nature anti-white. But. Arbiters of who is Are the we just going to change it, fix it? Is that what he's saying? Oppressed and who is the oppressor? And right now they want to bring down like white people. They want to knock them down a peg. They want white people and other folks of other races fighting. The second that power dynamic shifts they're going to start going after other groups. We've already seen that like Asian Americans do very, very well in society. You know, culturally they, they've worked very hard. Um, and so we've seen Asian Americans get lumped in with suddenly Asian Americans are white. I mean, we saw Cuban Americans, the exact same thing, Miami Dade County and, and Florida flipped during the election. And suddenly, well, maybe Cubans are white supremacists too, you know? So I, I think to have an honest discussion about that um, is one thing, especially when you can bring receipts to it, but to, again, to, to fall back on, hey, this movement is only about white people. I, I, that's not what I'm about. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't think he said the movement is only about white white people. Um, you yeah. called the language hurtful earlier. What, what do you mean? Hurtful. Was, was that it hurt Joe. How, how was it hurtful? It hurt Joe's heart. Disavow, Nick? Well, it's hurtful to, I mean, if you're going to make a funny, what you think is a funny joke about Hitler, that's hurtful. I mean, Hitler was oh, one of the worst human beings we've ever had on the face of the earth that was killing Jewish people and you know, killing Russians and killing Europeans. But really, you know, the Holocaust and all that, that's that's still very hurtful. That's still part of the, you know, the collective psyche, the collective conscience of, of Jewish people throughout the world, but in particular that in hurt. America. And I just don't think that's something that, that we should Joe's be, heart. you know, presenting as part of a public um, campaign. We shouldn't be talking about it in those terms. I, I do think it's hurtful. Never to, make a joke. To Jewish people. Um, and really to anybody who is well-read on history and what happened in the Holocaust. Yeah, okay. Um, I bet you're you not. talking about inclusive populism. It's what you said in the tweet. Mm-hmm. It's what a lot of people have noticed. What What is that to you? I mean, we're. I mean, your district is 89% white. The 4% of Hispanics that are there, um, obviously your opponent has a Hispanic last name. She's trying to appeal to them with that. I mean, what is inclusive populism? So to me, inclusive populism. By the way, programming update, Lord Miles is going to be back on the show next week. 
is really breaking free from the corporate structure of our political parties. Because, I mean, I think when you boil it down, your generic Republican and your generic Democrat, they're really just two sides of the same coin. There's no difference. I think the current struggle right now is hardworking American people, regardless of what race they are, that are being held down and being really screwed over by a ruling class, ruling class on Wall Street, ruling class in the Beltway, ruling class in our political establishments. And so what I think we need to do is show people exactly what we stand for, especially with economic uh, populist types of messaging. Like, hey, we want to bring back manufacturing because the hollowing out of the manufacturing base has had a catastrophic effect on working class Americans of every single ethnicity. I think the working class is the most diverse class that we have in America. Um, that have all, for various reasons, have been screwed over by the ruling class. And I think we need to start pointing Good that luck, out. Good luck, Mr. Especially when we talk about immigration, because the first why, thing... Can we just to, address, why is his last name lowercase? So, podcast gang gang, it says Joe Kent, lowercase k. Like, I don't know, is that just, am I the only one bothered by that? You or? say, hey, I want an immigration moratorium. Is say that's some sort of a racist thing, that's some sort of ethno-nationalist thing. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's us, number one, defending the sovereignty. Superman wants to fight Zod, not Zog. ...of America, because America is not just a place that has open borders. It's a sovereign nation that protects our borders. But why are we protecting our borders? We're trying to protect our people. What is unchecked illegal and unchecked legal immigration? What is it? It's an assault on our sovereignty. First and foremost, it's an assault on, I would say, the working class, but then also the middle class as well, when you get into the details of the H-1B visa system and all that. Um, so pointing out those things, I, I think, is very key to bring people over to our side. Medical freedom, I think, is another huge issue you have there. But again, medical free, the medical freedom issue, the way businesses have been shut down, the way public school children who can't, whose parents can't afford to put them into private school, the way that they've been really targeted in these last two years, again, that becomes a working class issue versus a ruling class issue. We can bring people over to our side by saying, hey, we're the ones that are fighting against this. And that's what inclusive populism is all about and trying to bring more people uh, into our movement because you win elections by addition, not subtraction. But you inherently recognize the uh, the purpose of exclusivity. Uh, you're talking about it right now. You're calling for an immigration moratorium. You said our people. Uh, wh what is an American per like? What defines an American citizen? What defines America to you? Are you a U.S. citizen? I mean, that's that. I mean, that, that's the easiest way for me. If you're a U.S. citizen, like we are, we are fighting for you. Um, that's, I mean, that's the most, the most basic with that becomes, it's not just a privilege. You also have to, we have to create a culture that makes people understand. That Ragmo says I totally lost what he said in his answer. Yeah. And that duty, we have to make sure that our institutions are actually worthy of people feeling obligation and a duty to that citizenship. So we have to make sure that our, our institutions are working for the American people. I think that's absolutely key. But I mean, I, to answer your question, most basically, if you're an American citizen, if you have the right to go legally vote in our system, you're an American. Now, do I agree with the way that every single American has been created? But we can't go. I, I don't. I don't agree with a lot of the um, you know chain migration, a lot of the birthright citizenship that we've had. I, I think that a lot of that, especially going back to the Reagan era with the, um, the 1986 Immigration Act, all that, all the different amnesty periods we've had. Yeah, we, we probably have not done a very good job of making some Americans I don't, there's no way to go back and, and retroactively choose which ones we want to keep. So right now I think it's absolutely key that we 
define how you become an American citizen drastically restricted because right now we can't continue. How is scheduled to be here? I'm going to text him here in a minute. The country. I hope he did. He's never missed a booking before, over but it does happen sometimes. Americans that, uh, that belong here and actually have American citizenship. So you mentioned the economic. So tomorrow night on the kill stream, Cisco's going to be back in studio uh, in the co-host chair. Richard Spencer's going to be back here. He's called those who support Russia traitors, the traitor caucus. Uh, so we're going to have him here, Cisco, obviously back to Russia. Uh, and we're going to also take calls from you, the Killstream audience. This is obviously legal immigration is a problem, illegal immigration. There's a cultural aspect, too. You, mm-hmm. you, you admit that. Um, what would you say the effects of mass legal immigration is on the cultural America? I mean, what is the cultural America, too? What is that to you? Yeah, the cultural America is, I mean, it's acknowledging our history, Um before all of it, all all the good that our history has done, our Judeo-Christian roots, I think, are absolutely essential. I don't think we can deny that. The people that are trying to take the Pledge of Allegiance out of schools, that are trying to take In God We Trust off of our currency, that want to take prayer out of the public space, I think that that's a major problem. I think tearing down our statues and monuments is a major problem. I think we have to recognize that America has a unique Judeo-Christian culture. We're the only country, we're the only nation in the world that recognizes that our rights are inherent and they come from God, not from government. I think that that's absolutely key. Um, And then again, people having a sense of duty to give back to the country, I think is absolutely key too. So we we can't be bringing in massive amounts of people, either legally or illegally, that really don't agree with our cultural values. Um, so I, I, again, that's why I, I do support immigration moratorium. Um, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that, that is exclusive. Um, uh, so mm-hmm. a Christian, you, you, another thing you pointed out about Nick and his rhetoric is you said that it is divisive regarding race and religion. You're touching a lot on religion here. You're talking about Calvi God- sent $3. This is Calvi clown. What did I do to be put in jail? Please frame me. Not good. Not good. I'm black. Big fan. Kobe clown. I don't know. I'll look. Not sure what happened there. I'll try to see. How do we trust the Ten Commandments in our judicial buildings? I mean, the the founding fathers were Christian. The founding stock were Puritan, Quakers, Christians. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the greatest Americans have been Christians from any mm-hmm. any walk, any church. So why why is that angle, in your opinion, from where Nick is coming from, divi- divisive? I mean, what, what is what is so dividing about that? You seem to be pretty... It's more of a tactics thing. I, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, that's more of a tactics thing. I, I think to run out there every single time and slam the Christianity aspect or to slam, you know, we don't like this one religion. This is only for Christians. You know, I, I, again, if he wants to do that with his brand, like that's fine. I I mean, that's his thing. However, if we're trying to win elections, I I just don't see that as being a very good strategy, throwing religion in people's faces. I mean, I, I are you talking about on cozy or on Odyssey? I'll look over there too. My kids go to Christian schools. Um, I will fight for us to keep our Judeo-Christian history because I've, I've even had these discussions with atheists and, and even an honest atheist who understands, you know, historical documents. I mean, they'll even admit that, yeah, we're a Judeo-Christian nation. They just will. And that is our tradition. So any assault on that heritage is really just an assault on our traditions and an assault on what the bedrock is of our country. So I'm more than comfortable saying that that's part of my my platform and i think if we can mobilize you don't seem you know, that comfortable. church going americans to our side then we'd be a lot better off but oh, I, I see you i'll fix i don't know what happened out there. again it's just like running out there and saying you know 
this is this movement is for white people and, and, and Christians only. Like that's that is not how you win elections at all. Um, again, like I don't have a massive like when Nick was saying things, you know, in particular with the Holocaust, in particular with pro Putin chance. You don't seem very comfortable, um, Joe. I heard him say those. God, things, this is but- gonna get ugly for Joe. He doesn't have the chops, dude. I'm sorry. What were they thinking calling out all these gropers? This is gonna be a long slog for this guy. Every fucking event. He's not intellectually up for this. He's just going to get slapped around at every fucking open forum. Like it's. I've seen a bunch of other quotes like in articles that people have sent me that I take with a grain of salt because people get taken out of yeah. context or they straight up get lied about. Right. Um, Go ahead. Anonymous sent $10. Anytime you put a modifier in front of a, a term that is inherently good, <laughs> you turn it into a perversion of itself. Judeo-Christian religion. I see what you did there. But in particular, those, those things, you know, I had some, I have moral qualms with what he was saying about Hitler and all that. I mean, as far as him saying, like, you know, Christianity is part of the movement. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. As Tactically, I mean, do we throw that up in people's face every five minutes? I, I just don't think in the year 2022, that's a winning strategy. Why are you throwing your whiteness in my face? I think that uh, standing firm in the truth. Why are you throwing your idiocy in my face, Joe? Um, regardless of what year it is. And, and, and more importantly, I mean, we're talking about the gospel here, the Jesus Christ, the living way, truth, and the life. And, and I think if we're going to sacrifice that on the altar of electoral politics, I think we're making a mistake. Now, I, I do want to kind of, the, the chat is getting very upset. Uh, They're upset. This, um, this phrase, Judeo-Christian. <laughs> and it would be a disservice to them if I didn't ask what you meant by that. But would you specifically the Judeo part? They're getting very upset about that. Judeo-Christian traditions. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. What does what does that mean to you? What does that mean? Uh, Judeo-Christian, as in there's the Old Testament and there's the New Testament, and we what? recognize both of them as the Word of God. That's uh, that's my answer. This guy's <laughs> God bless. Good answer, Joe. You know, if I have a deeply philosophical one, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's the Old Testament, wow. the New Testament. That know, was deeply philosophical, Joe. Jesus Christ lived in you know, Israel. <laughs> like, so we recognize that. What the fuck just happened? <sighs> he has no idea at all. <laughs> Look at his. <laughs> Holy fuck! Have he sent three dollars? I am Cove Killer Clown, and my virus will never go away. Jesus is a myth brought to us by the Jay Chong. Not good, not good, Adam Green. Nah, don't. Adam Green will be on here March 24th debating E. Michael Jones, by the way. I have a deeply philosophical one. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's the Old Testament, there's New Testament. You know, Jesus Christ lived in. God of Conquest 91 sent three dollars as unkept hair and crappy webcam deeply offends me. Also, he's preventing a woman from becoming a congressman. He should drop out of the race since he wants to be so inclusive. Exactly. Maybe they can find a black woman. He can be on the search. Or so Kurdish, even. That would be, be even better. You know, Israel. There's no Kurdish yeah, like, congressman, so I think. That heritage as well. No, that's, that's fair. 
Yeah. Steve, uh, Steve, a <laughs> friend of Nick, he, he posted, I was scouring their telegrams, um, today. I was just kind of looking over it, seeing scouring. some of the complaints that they had. Uh, cause I mean this, 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 uh, and I, I wanted to thank you on stream for doing this because I, I talked to you Thursday night. We scheduled this thing explicitly, like I said earlier to talk about a lot of these, um, a lot of these gripes that people have kind of give you a platform online to talk about these things to this audience. Mm-hmm. So it's, overwhelmingly hostile but steve franson is a close friend of nick he asked this question in telegram or rather he stated this when you play joe kent's left-wing identity politics of the commoners versus the corporate elite you automatically preclude your people from becoming the corporate elite and you ensure the corporate elite double down so they never lose their position do you think that there that may, might be a, um, a tactical flaw in the in the maybe the, the your rhetoric of us versus them class um class problems it's a class struggle right this is something that you've been championing what do you what do you think about that so he's saying if i with by making yeah. it about class that i don't know if i understand the question i don't know if i understand his no you clearly his concern, his concern. what did i just get through saying a minute ago this guy doesn't have the chops to handle this Kavi sent three dollars i just love this chink's voice sell and deliver elf Please look what we need you around. Thank you. I am trainer. If you want to have me and I can help. Okay. Email me, the Ralph at the Ralphator.com. I got several emails. A couple of you emailed me about articles last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm willing to listen for sure. Concern yes. is that the, the corporate elites will then say, can, can we go back? He has no idea what he's talking about. I said earlier to talk about a lot of these, um, a lot of these gripes that people have kind of give you a platform online to talk about these things to this audience. Mm-hmm. So it's, overwhelmingly hostile but steve franson is a close friend of nick he asked this question in telegram or rather he stated this when you play joe kent's left-wing identity politics of the commoners versus the corporate elite you automatically preclude your people from becoming the corporate elite and you ensure the corporate elite double down so they never lose their position do you think that there that may, might be a, um, a tactical flaw in the in the maybe the, the your rhetoric of us versus them class um class problems it's a class struggle right this is something that You've been championing. What do you what do you think about that? So he's saying if I with by making yeah. it about class that I don't know if I understand the question. I don't know if I understand his his concern. His concern yes. is that the, the corporate elites will then say we don't want this commoner uprising and they'll and they'll double down. Yeah, he's saying that you are creating yourself as a tribe that is easily squashed by the elite by saying that mm-hmm. it's the, the lower class versus the upper class so sure. that the upper class never loses their position. Do you think that that is God a God of conquest? 91 cent $3. Nick just posted on telegram that cozy has surpassed D live and visits over time. F D live. Let's go. Fuck D live piss on their grave. Press P to piss on D live. Um, you know, I don't believe it is, I think, because there's so much strength in numbers and, and there's strength in the diversity of the people that have been screwed over by the system. And the system is the system itself, the ruling class itself is so small compared to the rest of us, because um, I mean, there's, there's varying levels of, you know, with the illegal immigration thing, the very low skilled laborers, they get displaced first. And but then you work your way up the line and you have middle class Americans when you get into the HB, the H1B visa system, like they're they're getting screwed over as well. Um, and then same thing with the wars that are, you know, the wars we fight, who goes and fights the wars, that type of thing. Um, so no, I I don't believe that. I mean, I'd be willing to discuss it more, hear more about his his theory. Would um, you be willing to sit down and talk to some of these people? 
in a future, I mean, in a future venue, if you want to have, uh, you, you are a very, I mean, I, I consider it bold to come on here and to talk about this stuff. I'm wondering if you would do the same thing with Steve France and per chance, he's a very respectable person. I really like Steve. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. So, um, yep. yeah, uh, Steve, I guess you should reach out to us and, and I mean, if you're serious about that, that'd be awesome. Um, now as if he's okay with it, obviously I don't talk to him. Um, there's a couple of questions that people sent in. We've had this scheduled for a couple of days. So a lot of people are saying that you, um, well, chief Trumpster said, uh, why did you bow to the left and disavow Nick? You've obviously been in contact with him and supported him. We already talked about that, but the question is like you bowed to the ADL is what they're saying. You bowed to your opponent. Um, that's what what's they you, say. People say man fading in the night sent $3. Remember meth head Joe Jesus was a Jew until they killed him. Man, what a retard. <laughs> Name in second place right now. Um, oh, St. John, third place. Yeah, St. John. I, I saw a Trafalgar poll, which had you in first and her in second, I think. But, um, you know, she made this attack ad about you saying that you were with Nick, you were friends with Nick and, and Hitler. And, and so they're, they're, at, they're wondering, they're curious. They're like, okay, why, if you're going to be swayed so easily to disavow someone who is saying America first things um, before you're even elected, I mean, how can we really trust you in Congress? And I wanted to know if you had any thoughts on that. No, a lot of Nick's rhetoric, I, I just don't, like we discussed, yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're going right. to talk about the Hitler stuff like that, I don't consider that to be, um, America first reader. I don't want to be associated with. He can call it whatever he wants to call it. It's a free country, but that's not what I want to be associated with. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I think we may have spoken about this briefly. Oh, they um, showed an old Joe. <laughs> I just saw this on my Twitter timeline. Yeah, who's that guy on the left? <laughs> the fuck? It's like the drummer or some shit. And we, we on this stream and off, uh, just kind of dive deeper into your ideas about um identity politics just kind of flesh that a little a little bit more using the phrase and, and then we'll go into super chats and questions so identity politics as far as like i mean what, what uh, yeah just I, what are you well, i mean what are your thoughts of identity politics using it or it being used against you its current uh stage in america i mean when we're talking about class struggle we're all, i mean your class is a, is a component of your identity when you're using mm -hmm. that in a way all yeah. politics is identity politics and this is something that people can't seem to wrap their mind around but i think it's important well, so i want to know what you think about that i think the left um and really the corporate oligarchy they love the racial divisions they love the whatever lgbtq element of p they, they they love all that um because it kind of cuts through class and makes people see each other in a very different divisive light i mean obviously the whole critical theory thing in America, race is the strongest thread to pull on just because of our history, and that's what they're doing to divide us. So I, I feel that the Joe whole sees all issue the master is tactician. really a sideshow, um, and, it, and it's essentially to keep us distracted and to keep us fighting, uh, as opposed to saying, hey, wait a sec, why is BlackRock taking all of our pension funds and bailing out the Chinese Communist Party and buying up houses while well, no one here can, can afford a house? And that's just one small example. Um, so I, I think a lot of the identity politics that the left plays, they, they use very potently and very effectively to keep the commoners essentially fighting over stuff that doesn't matter. People's freaking pronouns don't matter. Uh, I don't, I don't think, you know, Americans, American Hispanics, American African Americans, whites, all that fighting. It doesn't make any sense, especially when we're all being screwed over by the exact same system. So if you want to keep the system going, why so not keep close. us fighting? I mean, when I was growing up in the, 
the 80s and the 90s, I don't feel like we heard that much about race. But now it is absolutely everywhere to include, you know, having the riots of 2020 um, for, for a political reason. So I, I, I think the, the woke weapon is used very effectively by the left. So that's why I think taking race off the table and saying, like, who actually has power in America it has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with <laughs> these, these different power systems. Okay. So you think that this, you know, in the 90s, you're talking about, you know, in the 90s, yeah. it, it's true. Like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was on. Everybody was like, racial unity. It was awesome. Uh, now, now, wait a minute. This kid hasn't seen Fresh Prince. That's changed. I mean, maybe he's seen it since, but he wasn't. <laughs> why, it sounds why? like he was watching Fresh Prince back in like 95. Why is that what, what happened? <laughs> Man fading in the night sent three dollars. Holy shit! This guy is a crackpot. <laughs> this kid's an old Fresh Prince head. Happened? Is it purely the elite trying to make people racialize against each other? Is there a process? You know, it's going. On. You know, how it was back in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, I do, but you don't. What the? That's <laughs> in it. Is it a strategy of the elite? You think? I believe it is. I mean, if you look at. I, I would you say there's no left, and there is no more populist left anymore, really. It, it's been absolutely killed by the woke ideology. I mean, if you look at the early, uh, Tim Pool talks about this a good deal. I, I remember when the, because it, it happened up in Seattle, close to where I am. Um, come. I mean, he sounds very convincing, doesn't he? Center, or, I'm sorry, the uh, World Trade Organization riots um, or pro the initial protests, that was all about. The U.S. not shipping jobs overseas. Now, Fresh Prince is ghetto bullshit. That's true. Almost Trump. I haven't watched the new one yet, but it looks cringe. There, they but, took Fresh Prince and turned it into like some fucking corny drama. In very short order, and the same thing happened with Occupy Wall Street. Within with very short, within a very short amount of time, people came in and they started saying that, "Hey, this is all about race, and the only people that can talk are you know your intersexual black lesbian SMOs, whatever." And they they took all that away, all, all that populist momentum we had of saying, "Wait a sec, why are we shipping our jobs overseas to China? Wait a sec, why why did Wall Street absolutely squander all of our pension funds? Like, what's going on here?" Boom, they throw in you know whatever the whatever the divisive topic is. That, of the day that really has nothing to do with anything that goes into this 1984, like, you know, double speak just to distract people. So I, I really do. I don't, I don't think everybody that falls prey to this because it's so prevalent now within our culture, I don't think they're all part of a conspiracy, but I think it's a very, you know, well-worn tactic. I mean, if you look at Joe Biden and you look at a lot of what, like even mainstream leftists talk about, they can spend, you know, they can filibuster for hours talking about, you know, Diversity, diversity, inclusion, critical race theory, all this type of stuff. And really, they've said a whole bunch of. No what is. Sorry, I was muted. Shock. What is wrong with this guy's camera, too? What the fuck? Like, is he in North Korea? Nothing, but they've made people very mad at each other. Yeah, his webcam's getting worse. Yeah, it is. Way worse. Yeah. Okay. And I, let's carry on with a couple of questions here. Um, sure. Some things I forgot to touch on. You uh, obviously we talked about this on our interview uh, three weeks ago. I think I had we uploaded the interview with you. Um, we talked about your service. You made eleven tours, twenty years in the um, Green Berets, and then you went to go work for the CIA. By the way, Holly was scheduled. If, if he misses it tonight, we'll just get him on another day this week. I think Wednesday is also open. Tomorrow night, Richard Spencer. On Thursday, we have the organizer of the North Texas um, campus event where Younger, who's uh, running for Congress there in Texas, his kid, uh, he got fucked over in child custody, basically. His wife turned his kid into a tranny, and he's powerless to stop it. Anyways, running for Congress now. She organized the event. Man fading in Antifa the night sent $3 on the playground is where I spent most of my day. Chilling out. Chilling out, Max. Relaxing all cool. 
shooting the ball. Outside of the school, when a couple of guys, I know the whole thing, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Thursday, Ke- uh, Kelly Neidert, she's going to be on. Uh, she organized that event. We played a lot of it uh, earlier today on the Sunrise, and I'll probably go over it again on Wednesday a little bit. A lot of people are calling into question that connection. They're saying that you're fed, you're working with the CIA. Um, obviously, if you are, you're going to lie to me. But if you're not, make your case. I mean, what's, what's, what's going on there? Uh, when you leave the CIA, you get, you, you're allowed to say, you, you get a choice. You can either disclose your status or not disclose your status. So okay. if I was a Fed, I think I would have oh, well. opted to like not disclose my status. Oh, um, yeah, and, yeah. You know, interesting. I've done a good deal with the, uh, like using my knowledge of the intelligence community to call out a lot of the shenanigans, especially around January 6th. I mean, the more information that comes out about that, I used to work human intelligence operations. And the more that comes out about January 6th, I think that looks a lot more like an intelligence operation. Once a spook, always a spook. You're not fooling anybody. Then obviously a riot inspired by President Trump or even just a random riot or a riot that initially, I thought initially maybe the riot just happened due to incompetence. But the more that's come out, I mean, it, it reeks of an absolute intelligence operation. I've talked Something about Something reeks here for sure. To details, There's some reeking shit going on for sure. Is bringing the national security state Joe to Fed. Have, again, I got a have, shirt for him. Breed patriots in this country. Shop.killstream.live slash Fed. Our institutions have to be worthy of that patriotism. This motherfucker so don't need the glow in the dark shirt. I take um, intelligence reform very seriously. Oh, yeah? Um, I, same thing with the DOD, you know. So that's – I know a lot of people because I was in the CIA. Yeah. They're not going to believe that. But I you bet know, you do. I, I hate to break it to people, but, like, the your average person – CIA, they probably joined. Man, Fadian in the night sent three dollars straight fed. They had good intentions, like your average person that enlists in the military. The rot is in the mid to senior ranks. I mean, the CIA does a lot of recruitment out of colleges. I was recruited out of special operations, 20 years in special operations. You're not convincing me that you're not a fed. I don't know what you. whatever kind of weird or, or sexy or maybe to some people, but it's actually fairly normal for guys. Who do He's 20. stumbling all over his fucking words <laughs> for guys who do 20 years. You're trying to special operations. So yeah, I, mean, I um, is. yeah, I understand that. I, I think <laughs> do you? there's a, um, I, I think that that's a little out of the park. Um, personally, the way I view it, I think that you're right about having disclosed so much information, broadcasting such a message against the CIA. We saw the Democrats do this in 2018. They ran a bunch of ex, like Air Force, ex Army, ex CIA. Big tech UFO believer and three dollars. Listen to this fag. Big tech onion explained to Jay Dyer his belief in a retarded UFO cult. All right. oh, big tech. I don't know what this. You didn't send that. I guess somebody else sent that. That's a little off topic, but. Uh some point uh basically uh spooks that really side. were just doing it because they knew they could get the suburban vote with it and, and exploit that and then they go in and they use those forces they use those connections against the american people we're seeing that right now another january 6th defendant i think he i believe he just had he died or i believe he killed himself um just this past week how do how, how do how do, Man, how do you stop that? I mean, in the night remember joe Changbing go about combating this i mean if you you have these reforms ideas what, what these reform ideas what are some of them 
I mean, the big one is disclose what happened on January 6th. He's in the chat for Putin and also to piss on Joe Kent. I mean, that there, there, so much of that narrative has been weaponized against the American people. Not to mention, I mean, that, that individual killed himself because of the process that was drug out. What happened to him? You know, Ching Chong, Bing Bong. Life. That's and all I have to say about we this. We also have, I don't know what the exact number is. 50, somewhere between 50 and 60 um, political prisoners that have been held. They've been denied their constitutional rights. Double P's I mean, in the chat. need couple. to make up for that. Those people, <laughs> I, mean, I think at this point, they should all be let go. Um, and they're so, they decent lawyers and they see the heck out of the government. But then we need full disclosures. We need to actually call the head of the FBI to the carpet, the head of the Joint uh, Counterterrorism Task Force, the sergeant at arms. We need to strip the FISA protections from the Capitol Police and the sergeant at arms office. And By the way, I don't know if the guy's fed or not. I just know he's ex CIA. Ex CIA. And he didn't exactly do a great job of convincing me that uh, he left all that behind. Yeah, exactly. How many, how many informants did you have? What did you guys know in the lead up? I mean, there's lots of different indicators. They were pumping out intelligence reports leading up to January 6th that said, hey, there's going to be some form of a riot. They had detailed information. So for me, with my background, I would say, okay, what was the source of that information? Why was the FBI writing those memos? Where, where, where is your sourcing on that? Show me who it is. It leads me to believe that they had some degree of penetrations into those organizations, in particular, you know, the Oath Keepers. Um, you know, and then you have obviously I think the ADL has penetration into Joe Kent. There's the Ray Apps guy. He's he's glaring. Everybody knows who he is now. Thanks. To oh, the by the way, I suppose I should mention this. Uh, we also have contributions set up on Telegram, and probably um, it's pinned at the top of the Telegram channel. T.me slash the Ralph Retort. Well, I'll probably do something where uh, you can get tickets through there too if you want. Um, but it's just there. It doesn't have a super chat option, but it's just there if you want to use it. Good work done by Revolver and Tucker Carlson. That's an easy another one method. On. But in particular, the more the merrier. They knew something was going to happen on January sixth, probably because they had those organizations penetrated to some degree, and then they deployed very specific uh, resources to the Capitol. They were never used. They were never deployed. We had the pipe bombs that were put into place. Okay, so after the pipe bombs were found, did the security posture change at all? It did not change at all. There were specific orders given, it appears, to leave those forces in reserve. Big Tech UFO believer sent $3. Big Tech Onion is not a Christian. He believes in a UFO cult called Urantia. Don, T get grifted grow wipers. Shout out Cozy TV. Shout out Cozy Sounds like a cozy head. Yeah. Not deploy them. And then the very basic questions of like, okay, so how come some Capitol Police officers open the doors and let an escort of the, the quote unquote rioters in, although I don't see any rioting, especially the the famous guy who's now serving four years, the famous Joe uh, Kent. He's like Superman, except instead of when he takes off his shirt, instead of being an S, it says CIA. <laughs> what is he? Fed in giant letters. Non shaman guy. I got like four years and you see the video of him getting escorted into the Capitol. I mean, I, I lived in Washington DC for a period about a mile away from the Capitol. And in my, you know, my daily run, I would see protesters entering the Capitol. Code pink was there all the freaking time. The Kavanaugh protests. I mean, so why did some Kavanaugh officers let them in? And then why did some kind of stand their ground and and, and try to, you know, defend them and, and, and fight against them? Why haven't they released the footage? You know, why do they lie about Officer Sicknick? There's just, I, I think we start right there and we show the American people how out of control all this is. And then the Russian gate, the work that Durham's doing right now. I mean, 
we have the intelligence community, very powerful people in the intelligence community. We have them dead to rights. They're abusing FISA. They were turning it against political point, uh, political um, their political opponents. So for all those things right there and more, we, we don't just need clarity. We need the clarity, but we also need accountability. I think people actually need to go to jail for a lot of these abuses. Otherwise, we're just not going to have any any trust in our institutions anymore. I, I agree. Um, I think that the trust is already eroded. I believe that the approval mm-hmm. of democracy. Black Phillips sent $3. Joe Kent's wife was a servicewoman was Kia fighting for Zog. K-A. Now he sings for Israel, the nation that indirectly murdered his waifu. No. This is the ultimate cuckoldry. Like Sophocles couldn't write a bigger shit show for the viewer to digest. No. In America, is that like 36% um, yeah. or low 40s? I, I think that... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we're seeing now is, is horrible. That wasn't a softball. I was just personally curious. Um, now, how, how long how long can we go here? What time What time do you have to log off at? We got to go at like 3.30-ish. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm an EST. What, what time is it now? It's oh, so 6, 6, 6.30 here in like 15 minutes or so. 6.30. All right. Well, then we're going to have to get to Super Chats because um running out of time. So, so you, you know, I've been kicking questions? around an idea here. I'm going to message Lauren Witzke. I don't know the chances of it. Um, let's see. Of getting Stu Peters on the kill stream, perhaps to debate uh, a groiper even, uh, or to take have open call, you know, have open lines. Um, I was thinking about that last week. I'm going to, I'm going to inquire about it. Questions. We might not be able to get to them all. I'm not sure how many have been coming in. I haven't really been watching, but just a fair warning, if we don't get to it, I apologize. Time constraints and all. Let's just start with the first one. Uh, well, no, they're loading now, so we can we can scroll down here. Vince Dow actually asked the first question, um, Chairman Dow. Uh, he asked about Pat Buchanan, and let me see if I can pull this up here. Yeah. <clears throat> Pat Buchanan believed that religion slash demographics were vital to sustaining a conservative America. Do you disagree with Pat? What is your exact stance on the topic? No, I so, support an immigration immigration moratorium. I mean, if we're going to, especially the way that we're just, you, there's no conceivable way to ingest, what is it? We think a million and a half, two million people in the last, since Joe Biden took over. And it's just think that they're automatically going to adopt to U.S. culture. Um, so, no, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. What, well, I mean, we're talking about demographics here. What are the, I mean, the American demographics right now are like, what, 70% white, 30%? Yeah, it's not 70 anymore, but... In the day's other news, the spike in oil and gasoline prices triggered a sell-off on Wall Street. Major indexes were off 2% to more than 3.5%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost nearly 800 points to close at 32,817. It's down more than 10% from its peak, officially a market correction. The Nasdaq fell 482 points and is now in bear market territory, down 20% since November. The S&P 500 gave up 127 points. The pandemic's official worldwide death toll surpassed 6 million today. What? Johns Hopkins University says that includes nearly 960,000. That doesn't, I don't, that number doesn't sound right. Deaths in the U.S., but it comes as COVID's latest surge is abating in much of the country. percent minority, um, I mean... At what point have we lost America? Like, what does that look like to you? I think it has a lot more to do with, like, who are we bringing in? I, I think America is very lucky in the fact that, like, 
the people to our south, the the Hispanic community, most of them are they're Christians. Most of them are Catholic, right? And so I think that that's why they're so easy to kind of absorb. Again, I, I don't want to absorb all. I don't want it to be one continuous nation. But we're very lucky compared to Europe, who their version of of Mexico is Africa and the Middle East, where there's drastic cultural and religious differences. Um, so we're fortunate in that place. I, I don't know what the current. I don't know what the ideal ratio is. I, I I would never want to look at it in terms of like racial percentages. Yeah. I would want to keep it very close to the way it is right now to make sure that everybody who is a U.S. citizen is getting their fair shake from our country and to make sure that everybody that's that's in our country, that's new to our country right now legally, that they become full Americans, that we, we don't have these massive places where you don't even know that you're in America because the street signs are in a different language and that our that our tolerance has gone so far over the edge that we've lost all cultural identity. I mean, the, the melting pot concept was never intended to be, you know, the pot bubbles over and then we just become essentially a country that doesn't have borders or, or cultural identity. So right, I, I agree right. with that. Yeah. Okay. What, uh, what are um, some of the next, uh, what are some of Nick's politics regarding Israel? You strongly condemn Mr. Nagato for $5. I don't, specifically no we'd have to have a deeper discussion again the holocaust stuff like when he starts talking about the holocaust and all that, like i don't Big i don't tech heretics sent three dollars i don't believe in catholicism i only read the urankia book but i tell the other grow ipers that i'm catholic i run around pretending to represent af and speak for nick fuentes and just hope he doesn't call me heretic and kick me out Big tech, big heretic, big tech heretic. I don't know what he's, I know he's made a joke. I know he's made a joke. Um, I, I'm not very familiar with it. So, uh, let's see. Jennifer Graff says, why did you disavow Nick? He's awesome. $2. We already talked about that. Um, some, so people are saying you're not fighting for Christ. You're not fighting for, um, Christianity. A lot of people are saying that. So just to kind of cover all those, lot. what, what, some I mean, people are certain do you view this as a fight for Christianity? Do you view this as a fight for I, I guess your faith, this political fight we're in. I mean, you know, I, if the West fails, then Christianity fails. If America fails, that type of thing. So, you know, at the end of the day, this is a spiritual fight. This is a fight for everything that America stands for. And America is the one country that the government exists to protect God-given rights, not the other way around. So, yeah, I mean, this is very much a, a spiritual fight. Again, we're, we're talking about tactics when I say, like, we don't need to run out there and slam religion down people's faces, down their throats. I, I, I personally view that as a, as a tactic. I, I don't think we're going to bring over a lot of modern Americans in 2022 with that. At the same time, we don't deny it. Like this is not a, an atheist or a political movement whatsoever. That's strictly about economics. It's not, you know, we're, we're trying to protect the country that was founded by Christian men and women. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's really just a matter of tactics. I, I just don't want to tie absolutely every single message to Christianity because we're going to push a lot of people away. I mean, it's a cultural problem in America that we've become so atheist. It really is, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, we're, uh, do, we're do you think not... that it should be a goal to bring more people into Christianity? Do you think that's something that we should be trying to do? Yeah, but we're going to catch more flies of honey on that one. I mean, like, really, if, if we just show, I think if we show Americans, hey, like, this is what's happened since church attendance has dwindled. This is what happened since, you know, American families break up more because of divorce. Like, we've, the more that we've lost our connection with faith and with church and everything that, that you Anonymous know, Anonymous sent $3 FYI. I sent the first two about big tech homo. The third one just proves that other people know what this dude actually stands for. 
Galaxy Jesus aka Big Tech Onion is not a Christian and pretends to be one to hang around the AF crowd. Hold together. The worst things have gotten. You know, you're gonna I, have I to call we, in Big Tech. I think we have a much I don't know better, what's going uh, on sales pitch there as opposed to you know running out and, and, and saying that this is a the guest Christian isn't here anyway, so just call in. Joiner, we don't want you. Anything He'll be back. Here. We'll get him yeah, back. Yeah. Hallie's been on the show like twenty times, so uh, shit happens, you know. But I'm still hoping he'll make it. But uh, it doesn't look great at this point in time, to be honest. So yeah, just call in. Fuck it. If you have the if you have the time, he's also trans. He said in the chat, big trans tech. Okay, yeah. let's see. John Doe has a super chat for fifty dollars. So big have- tech tranny to read it you disavowed nick for his white advocacy yet you also conceded that white people are under attack so why should marginalized whites not be permitted to advocate for their own collective interests as every other demographic group does fair question uh i just don't again this is a thing where if we're going to say like our movement is all about white people I mean, if Nick, I don't, I don't think he said that, by the way, I I really don't. I mean, John Miller spoke. I could be misquoting him the speech at AFPAC. I think he said something like this is, and there's white men here and white men in the backbone of our, it was something like that. I mean, that seems, that sounds good. If the constituency of the movement is, is young white Christian men, then that would be true. The same way that the constituency of BLM is black people. Like that's the, you know, that's the, that doesn't mean it's only, I can't believe I lost my sunglasses. I'm still mad about that. You know, white liberals that are, you know, they were the Gucci Fuck. I just sat them down and lost them. There's nothing wrong with, please send good vibes for fancy to find them. I don't think there's anything wrong with there being a like white people, like special interest group. They have to, you know, I think be very careful about the way they couch that and the way they frame that. Obviously in terms of messaging and in terms of actually getting credibility, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. As far as me running as a candidate, um, running out there and saying, like, this is all about Did Joe Kent just back the KKK? That just does not seem like a winning strategy. And I know people, plenty of people have pointed out the demographics of my district. I mean, but like, let's just look at the reality. It's like the demographics of my district don't vote the way that people are saying they vote. I mean, my district is... Uh, predominantly white. However, there's been a very hard fight here before with Democrats who automatically accuse us of being racist, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, am I playing a little bit of defense there? And is most of their attacks, are they not justified? They're not justified. So let's not give them, you know, one inch on that because the last thing I would ever want someone to think is that this, this movement is all again, just about white people, white men, white Christian men, because it's not. Okay. I'm not, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to try to start a debate. Um, Q&A here. Oops, let me, sorry, that was a mistake. Uh, Kid Trunks or Kid Trunks says, when it comes to policymaking decisions, do you consider the needs of Chinese-speaking anchor baby citizens equally as important as the needs of legacy Americans whose ancestors fought in the American Revolution? Interesting question. No, I'm actually against, I'm actually against birthright citizenship. I think birthright citizenship is, is not just wrong, but it creates a really bad incentive system that you can just come over here and have a baby and suddenly boom, you know, you're the baby's a U.S. citizen. And then everybody in the family is, is then, you know, eligible for DAPA or, or whatever crazy program we're going to come up with because they're going to make us seem like the bad Joe Kent supports the Nazis in Ukraine guys. So, and then also, I mean, you have the issue of, 
people crossing very hazardous terrain down there while they're pregnant. Does he have one of those Azov Battalion tattoos like we saw the other night? Here, so, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I think we should be doing everything we can to. Again, I, I support an immigration moratorium. I don't have a problem if people want to like marry a foreigner and bring them over here. I don't think that's a huge deal. But especially wasn't the best idea I ever had. Anyway. Man fading in the night sent $3. That's right, Joe. I keep that last inch for me. She doesn't get that inch. <laughs> Especially when we have the entire families of visas that just bring workers over here and take jobs from American citizens. And then the next thing you know, they can do chain migration. They can bring over their family, their extended family. Like, we are... We are not doing anything to support our people, actual American citizens, by mass producing them. And so I'm, I'm more than happy to, to advocate for that. And I think that's actually a, a topic that we can gain a lot of ground with people on. We lose ground, I think, when we couch it based on race. I mean, yeah, we see Democrats now are actively like working to it, it, there seems to be a new dialect here or a new way of operating where the American citizen doesn't matter. And what actually matters is the citizens of the world, the immigrants, the not, you know, right. the Anglo, the this founding stock of America. Screw them. They're dying 75,000 a year to opioids. But, you know, well, here we have some person in Guatemala who matters more. We're going to tailor. I need an opioid after listening to this motherfucker. I don't even like him, but so I'm glad to hear you say that. Um, and the vast majority asked, of Democrats that are, and the vast majority of Democrats that are making that argument are elite whites. Yeah, of course, they're elite whites who have no issue whatsoever. Elite whites. That's not bringing in that unskilled, cheap labor from country. You name the country. You name the ethnicity. That's going to displace a. You know, working class white, a working class Hispanic, or a working class black African American. And, and you believe whatever. that there's elite whites? Is that the new term? <laughs> These elite whites trying to replace white yes, Americans. That's, yeah, and and you know they'll say, oh, if you if you even mention that, then you're some sort of a neo-Nazi white nationalist. That that's the replacement theory. It's like, well, no, you are literally trying to replace. An American, but you're not. But you're you're doing it because you want cheap labor. It's all about the same reason they ship the jobs overseas to China. That's exactly what they're doing right there. Okay, they, and so those elite whites. Important questions to get to. Um, someone someone is asking for ten dollars. Um, did any? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to range this out a little bit. Did any um, contributors to your campaign? Did any friends of your campaign? Um, influence your decision to disavow Nick. Mainly people have been talking about. All right, I put in the request for Stu Peters. We'll see. Uh, I said, you know, we could do regular guys. We could have some type of, you know, debate, blood sports type deal, whatever. I'm open to all suggestions. Steve Bannon, uh, Matthew Bernard, I believe his name is, or Banyard, or um, did any of these people influence you? Pull the lever behind the scene. Are you beholden mm-hmm. to any donors? No. Okay. I'm I'm not, I mean, my my FEC reports public uh, public information, so they can they can there, look that all up. There's another one. Yeah, Peter Till. Where, where are the majority of your donations coming from? Small individual donors. Till has donated to my campaign, but he donated fifty eight hundred dollars, which is the cap for individuals. So now someone, yeah, yeah. So someone asked, um, and what does Israel have to do with the state you're running in, or running for? <laughs> I mean. You, you disavowed Nick because they're our greatest ally, um, and you don't like his rhetoric about it. Um, you don't know a specific policy, but I mean, this when- guy sounds like he's um, got a little griper in him. What do you think? 
They got a little captain in them. They might have a little captain and a little griper in them. Um, and what does Israel have? This guy's been sandbagging him the whole time, by the way. Joe can't see fucking stupid to even know what's been happening to him this whole fucking interview. <laughs> he was donated to my campaign, but he donated $5,800, which is the cap for individuals. So now someone, yeah. Yeah. So someone asked, um, and what does Israel have to do with the state you're running in or running for? I mean, you, you disavowed Nick cause they're our greatest ally. He'd be griping a bit for real. Um, and you don't like his rhetoric about it. Um, you don't know a specific policy, but I mean, when it comes to Israel, what is your policy on them? What does it have to do with, you know, your constituents? How are you tailoring that message to them? Israel's our strongest ally, you know, in the Middle East, one of our strongest allies throughout the world. So no, America not. first isn't America alone. No, they're not. We need strong allies. They're not even we our strongest in the Middle East. They have a robust foreign Wrong. policy that protects the interests of the American people. I work a lot in the Middle East, and the Israelis are definitely one of our strongest allies throughout the world, but definitely the strongest in the Middle East. And so I'm taking Egypt, Jordan, and probably even Saudi Arabia over. <laughs> I know that's a sad statement, but yeah, I'm thinking I'm taking the Saudis first. Anonymous too. sent three dollars to a rapper. Bad. Kanye. Good. Kanye is good. Milo the Fed. Good. Joe Kent worked for CIA. Bad. Nick Logic. Now, did Milo work for the CIA? <laughs> Again, when we go back with the, maybe Hitler wasn't such a bad thing type of rhetoric, I mean, that's that's when we need to be very clear. Kanye is good, though, yeah. You know, that I support our allies. I liked Kanye long before I ever heard of Nick Fuentes or anybody involved with any of this, by the way. So, Because I've I fought shoulder to shoulder you know, uh, in a figurative sense with, with a lot of the Israelis and what they're trying to do in the Middle East. Yeah. I was a proud wigger way before. They didn't deploy any troops in Iraq. Or, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not they sure, they didn't. Know. However, they usually had our, our back. I mean, things would have been a lot. Oh, boy. Is he going to stumble here again? This guy. Back with the, maybe Hitler wasn't such a bad thing type of rhetoric. I mean, that's, that's when we need to be very clear. You know, that I support our allies in Israel because I've I fought shoulder to shoulder, you know, uh, in a figurative sense with with a lot of the Israelis and what they're in a figurative sense. What is he saying? I fought shoulder to shoulder in a figurative sense means I didn't fight shoulder to shoulder, by the way. Yeah. How many fucking Israelis were in Afghanistan? Yeah. So someone asked, um, and what does Israel have to do with the state you're running in? Running. <laughs> Big tech cult boy sent three dollars. When you give someone an ounce of power, you can guarantee they will turn into a total fucking <laughs> lie their ass off to gain an advantage in whatever venue they can. For, I mean, what does Israel have to do? Because they're our greatest ally, um, and you don't like his rhetoric about it. Um, you don't know a specific policy, but I mean, when it comes to Israel, what is your policy on them? What does it have to do with you know your constituents? How are you tailoring that message to them? Israel's our strongest ally, you know, in the Middle East, one of our strongest allies throughout the world. So America first isn't America alone. We need strong allies. I mean, because we still have to have a robust foreign policy that protects the interests of the American people. I worked a lot in the Middle East and the Israelis are definitely one of our strongest allies throughout the world, but definitely the strongest in the Middle East. And so, again, when we go back with the maybe Hitler wasn't such a bad thing type of rhetoric, I mean, that's that's when we need to be very clear. You know, that I support our allies in Israel because I've I fought shoulder to shoulder, 
you know, uh, in a figurative sense with, with a lot. So of I fought shoulder to shoulder in a figurative. The Israelis and what they're trying to do in the Middle East. Yeah. Figuratively. Yeah. What they're trying to do in the Middle East. That's the problem, Joe. What the Israelis are trying to fucking do in the Middle East, you fucking idiot. They didn't deploy any troops in Iraq or. I'm not. I'm not they sure, they no. didn't. However, they usually had our our back. I mean, things would have been a lot worse. Um, His fucking grasp of foreign policy and uh, apologies, <laughs> foreign policy, and just about everything else is a fucking lot better joke than anything I heard at APAC. In, in different parts of the country, especially with what the Syrians were doing, what the what, what the Assad regime was doing, Hezbollah, and all that, um, had the Israelis not been. Strong and robust, and counting on our relationships. They had our and back. Abraham oh, they had our back, all right. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're right behind us. To kind of extend their hand <laughs> with a lot of the Arab countries there to bring about a peace to help us uh, buffer against Iran has really taken a lot of pressure off of us. I mean, there's an energy component. Go ahead. Anonymous sent three dollars. Yeah. I didn't see on Israeli in Iraq or Afghanistan. I didn't see that either. Big tech cult boy sent three dollars. I'll give the kill stream a million dollars to call you out, retard. Well, Enjoy your it. false sense of importance modding a chat. They do that on Twitch. Being energy independent, but it ties into a stop strategy. And so, you know, with right. especially with Jewish Americans, like, like I said, Jewish Americans or, or Jewish folks everywhere. I mean, like the kidding around about the whole Hitler thing. I just that's not anything I want to be associated with. Okay. Uh, now, I mean, greatest. Out- so we know what he's going to pick between Hitler and Prince if we ever have him on. Like Fuck we, it, mate. We should get Joe Ken on. We know that countries work to benefit. Should we get Joe Ken? I'm going to put the Israel request in. Why not? Beacon in the world of Israel first. Like they are a they are a country that represent their people and, and work for the best mm-hmm. interest. They have a realist foreign policy, um, and that means sometimes they meddle in our affairs. We know they've been caught spying on us. We know they've been caught selling our technology to China, for instance. So I think one of the things that a lot of people get upset about is when Republicans come up and they say Israel is our greatest ally and it's free of. Go ahead. Gorvzilla 37 sent $3 hot take right there from Joe Kent. Israel is our greatest ally. Who knew? Yeah, I never heard that one. Big Tech Cult Boy sent $3. This isn't dingo. Please don't insult me. (laughs) Give any criticism. It's free of of any, um, I don't know, maybe questioning some of the things they do. I'm curious if you have any thoughts about, about that. Uh, we always have to put our interests first, and Israel is. Um, now this camera's you know, Israel, I think, gone. is. They do a good job of putting their interests first, like you said, and so we need to put our interests first. And there's a lot. I mean, there's there's a ton of bleed over there. I, I, there's not a lot of places where I think those interests don't intersect. However, at the end of the day, like they are their own sovereign country, we're our own sovereign country. Um, there's definitely a discussion to be had on you know how much foreign aid are we giving? You know, I, I do think sometimes America gets bled dry on foreign aid and there's there's different levers of uh, yeah because and it's like you joe that we could be tapping into as opposed to just pouring out billions of taxpayer dollars um into some of these countries so i mean that's again you know israel's one of the best allies that we have but i mean like you said i i think every country is best off when they're looking out for their interests first yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think there are ways that we've been exploited by our allies. Obviously, we look at NATO. We look at Israel. We give them a lot of money. We give African countries a lot of money. Hell, we give Russia a lot of money up until recently, I'm sure. Uh, 
and I think that, uh, especially in the case of Israel, it's just so free of criticism. Because at least when we give Russia money, Rand Paul gets on the House floor, the, the the Senate floor, and says, "We're giving these people money to build parks when they're like, you know, blowing up our allies in Syria. Like, what the hell's going on there?" But it, you know, if Israel, we give them arms deals and technology, then they go sell it to China, and there's just silence. And I think that that is mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of discontent among the base there that uh, establishment Republicans are very afraid to address because there is an Israel lobby and it's very powerful. And I think that if they don't address that, I think if people continue to cower from this conversation, which I applaud you for not doing so, um, yeah, I, think I mean, if he did show up. from this conversation, there will be a backlash and it will be one that uh, the establishment will not appreciate much at all. So we're out of time, Joe. I really do appreciate you coming on. I appreciate all the viewers. Thank you guys for interacting with us. I appreciate it. Like I said, if you guys want to see us, we'll, we'll be uploading more videos um, Friday, I think, and we'll have future interviews as well. So God bless, and you guys all have a good evening. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank- oh, wow. They cut him quick. He didn't even get to say his farewells. Uh, all right, Big Tech, go ahead. The Broom, what's up? Hello, you called in, sir. He got cut off unceremoniously, didn't he? Wow. Clearly not a congressman. Big tech cult boy sent $3 point proven loser. One person talks about you and you think you're important. Only reason you hang around cozy is for clout. Be honest about what you believe. AF is supposed to be Christian. All right. Big tech, I think your mic probably works. I hope. Damn it. I'm here. Yes, what's up? Big Ralph. All right, explain yourself. All right, so I got a hater. Um, This is coming on the heels of the Night Nation Review uh, drama. And I got suspicions we might be hearing from our guy in disguise. Uh, Night Nation Review, his name is Nick Gregory. Now, wait a uh, minute. Now, hold on. Don't. I don't. Uh, Nox, he, he goes by the name online. Okay. MJ. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Nick's his middle name, but anyway, um, uh, like, like you found out before I met him out in Virginia a couple of years ago. Um, I ended up getting a show with James Hot- Fox Higgins out of that because he was reviewing the event. I called in to give a summary. We became buddies and he proposed that I start a show with him. By the way, he's saying that that's not public. I don't know. The truth, one way or the other. Um, no, obviously, well, I, mean, I have my own thoughts on that. That's what he always, we what he always went by online uh, up okay. until he started the Night Nation Review show. Okay. So, I mean, it's like, it's not secret. Now, you went by um, something else, too, which we found out over the last week, which I didn't know. Uh, yeah, what in the I, fuck I is happening, by the way? Galaxy Jesus as a tease. It was a, I was getting teased by some buddies because I was reading this book that I found fascinating called the Urantia Book. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of esoteric. I never heard of it until the other day, but I Googled it after, so I know a little bit. But why don't you tell yeah, people what you, it is? You never heard of it. Uh, almost nobody has. And that's well, I have now that I'm into. Because I read a little bit about it just, you know, 10, 20 minutes yeah. after the show. What in the fuck is it? Hold on. Big tech cult loser sent $3 bring on the irony <laughs> retard. I don't watch Night Nation BTW. I'm a Jay Dyer fan, and I remembered your debate with him today. You used a different name. Oh, okay. Then. Mike Lowry. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now. Uh, that's my, uh, that's uh, it's another moniker. Right. You ever seen that movie, Bad Boys? 
<laughs> Will Smith is Mike Lowry. Yeah, I was going to say. I was just about to do it, by the way. Uh, Mike Lowry. <laughs> that's how you have to say it. I was literally about to say it just like that. Uh, Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. You have yeah. to say it like that every time. Anyway, go ahead. So, uh, Mike Lowry, talked <laughs> to Jay Dyer. Um, and uh, at that time, I was reading the Urantia book. Now, I'll tell you my history with Christianity. I was raised by uh, born again, washed in the blood of Jesus, Protestant, uh, California, hippie Christians. All right. By the way, I want to say this because I see Night Nation. I'm going to let you continue. But he says, because he's a cunt trader and someone else put an insult in Super Chats, we've both been doxxed, is what he said. Anyway, I'll let you guys uh, parse that out. But go ahead, finish your story here. Yeah, so, I mean, nobody asked except for I'm getting called out by this guy who's sending you all these chats. Right. Uh, but I'll tell you since you asked. Um, uh, so, yeah, the the story is, like, I came up in, in, like, a rock and roll Christian church, and it was pretty epic, actually, to be a kid in that environment. But by the time I was a young adult, it didn't make sense anymore. I, I saw a bunch of holes in it that I didn't understand, but I knew there were problems. And um, so I fell away for, uh, like, a decade or more until, uh, I don't know, after kind of being over, uh, being resentful towards some things that I, I saw and experienced there, I started considering, uh, you know, theology and uh, kind of existential questions on a deeper level for myself. And it's been a long road finding my way back to some sort of solid, uh, solid understanding. And all along the way, somebody told me about this, strange book called the Urantia book and it turns out it's all about Jesus but it's from the perspective of this concept that it was like channeled by angels it's kind of, it's so wild um I, I started reading the book and it's just fascinating it turns out I mean the, the book is like it's, it's really movie. actually possible that it was compiled by somebody connected with the CIA. I looked into the history of it. It came out of the University of Chicago, and and it's connected to a lot of people who were like really, uh, really sus. Um, and it's like a thousand anyway, pages or two thousand pages long or something like. It's, it's like, insanely yeah. long. The whole two thirds is about like the history of the universe and the origin of creation and and the fallout between Satan and his angels versus. Uh, the loyal angels and this insane like cosmic history of how the galaxies are formed and, and all this wild stuff. Right. So it's kind of like a sci-fi version of, of history leading up to the birth of Jesus as the savior for the universe. Anonymous sent $3. Looker's real name is Freddy Krueger. Uh, no, Freddy's going to get you. All right. Now, so are you, yeah, so, Urantia so cultures? Urantia is the angel's name for earth. That's what, Earth was called before it got called Earth. It was called Urantia. That's why it's the Urantia book. It's about Earth. Okay. And the, the ultimate story of the book is that uh, Earth is like kind of like a special final battleground in the spiritual battle Big of tech good cult leaver sent $3. Glad to hear you saw the light about the CIA cult book. Artax, you are retarded. <laughs> Big tech cult leaver is what they what they called you this time. Now, what if... Okay, finish. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you saying? So... I guess it's about uh, that's about it for the book, except for I mean, it, it puts Jesus in this kind of epic light. He's the ultimate savior of the universe, but it's kind of like the sci-fi, um, I don't know, World of Warcraft version of Christianity. The Elron um, Hubbard version, a little bit. It sounds like, but uh, maybe not Elron. Maybe that's a little. 
something like that. Oh, something like that. Yeah, so uh, I was reading that book, and I was having fun with it online and asking people about it and comparing it to some some Christian perspectives. And it was, like I said, it's on my way back to really kind of figuring out this whole thing. And, you know, the church itself, since the beginning, we got 2,000 years of schisms and confusion and infighting and bickering and disagreements and doctrines being formed. And, like, there's a lot that went in to Christianity. And right now, I mean, everybody can agree it's, it's in a rather fragmented state. So finding my way through all of that has been an adventure and it's had a lot of different twists and turns. And along the way, a couple of years ago, I met Jay Dyer and I had really never heard of him except for his like uh, Hollywood. Um, esoteric Hollywood. Esoteric Hollywood takes and some movie reviews. And then I found out he was like a theological philosopher and uh, I got into his stuff, and I learned from him about orthodoxy and his Trinitarian metaphysics, and it's fascinating stuff. I ended up talking to different Catholics who are said of vacantists, meaning like they don't yes. accept the Pope. And, we had a debate and, on that. Well, hold on, I'll let you finish that. The only reason I know what that is is because we had a debate with Jay Dyer, and uh, was it, um, damn, the dude um, starts with the K. The Kurgan. The Kurgan, yeah. Yeah, seen that. I had a blowout with him too. Actually, he wanted to uh, debate me at one point, and then he, then he backed out. Um, but uh, and I met James Fox Higgins. You know him? Uh, say it again. Yeah, I know the name. James Fox Higgins. He hasn't been around for a bit, but he's an Australian dude. He's a musician, and uh, he was making a lot of videos relating to Jordan Peterson and uh, just general right wing politics in general. He's kind of related to the Vox Day crowd and Owen Benjamin a bit. Not directly, but kind of like in their camp to a degree. But he's a nice guy. Really cool guy, actually. Uh, we did a show together for a while exploring issues and talking to people and covering current events. And anyway, along the way, there were some videos where I was um, coming from the Urantia book perspective and comparing it and putting up putting it up against different Christian perspectives and just letting him battle it out on the Internet. And it was fun. So uh, that was that's the history of the Urantia book. Um, by the way, it's either what I just said or I was put up by the Pentagon to go uh, cause a different rift in the the far right version of Christianity to draw Christians into the Urantia cult and further schism right wing Christianity. No, um, I've heard that one too. Night Nation is in here. He wants to argue with you, I think. Um, also, I got another text. I wonder if that's Patrick Holly, who was supposed to be here tonight. Who would he be debating? Um, oh, he's in the green room. Yeah, do you want to argue with him? Community. I'm trying to set up another debate at the same time with Stu Peters. Uh, I'll talk to anybody. Not with you, but I mean, I would do that, I guess, but... I was I was thinking about no offense I mean I was thinking a little no not me anybody except Stu Peters no I mean I'll talk to Night Nation <laughs> anybody except Stu Peters you'll talk to him. <laughs> okay that's fair um, and I see we have some other callers too uh, go ahead Night Nation oh boy cool. so, uh, so you had to go there huh? wait wait hold on wait, wait. I was so close to getting the vax and the seventh boost to come down and bowl no then come I found on Kareem would be there no come on down trust me it'll be fun she's a she's so we're a going there Mike go we're going all the way huh 
Where, where are we going? Well, you're out here fucking doxing people and shit, dude. You go, oh, that was that was a uh, it was public information. No, it wasn't, bro. Not like that, bro. Not like that. You know, come on, man. What are you talking about, dude? You were on our show a bunch of times, and that's the uh, the name that you went by. It's out. Uh, well, oh well, then I guess it's out. <laughs> I wasn't really hiding, dude. But that's not really the reason you did it, and you you know that you did it because you thought it would do something. You did it because you thought it would have some effect. That's why. I'm not really high. I'm not ashamed I of my it had beliefs. The effect of pissing you off, I guess. Yeah, it did, Something dude, because pissed. it confirmed what I thought that you're a traitorous fucking f- and nobody should trust you, including the fucking Groypers, by the way. Hey, Groypers, listening. This guy's a fucking infiltrator. Don't trust this fucking guy, okay? He looks like he's cool. He looks like he wants to be your friend, but I promise he will find a way to sell you out, too. And over yeah, nothing, dude. too. How did I sell you out, dude? You never told me not to say your name. That's <laughs> okay. your name. All right. You yeah, go by so the name Nick is, on so your what? other show that you do with the proprietarian guys. They call you Nick. Yeah, I do. Time. That's true because I'm not really ashamed of my beliefs, but it's still you're trying to well, attract what are you mad in a bad about? way. Because what are you trying mad to, about? Because you know what I, you were doing, bad? dude. You're, you're not stupid enough to not know the difference. You, you know why okay, you did it, and you know so what we were supposed to. Tell me. And tell me what's the problem, oh, Nick. Come on, you go man. by Nick on the internet all the time. Yeah, what's I, do. I, was yeah just, I do. I was just showing familiarity with you. Yeah, you're my yeah, buddy. that's what it was. I guess until you know, now. You're such an insincere pill pull, dude. I mean, come on, man. What'd you, what'd you, so what's your synagogue? So where do you go to the synagogue? Okay, here we go. Oh, so I'm insincere. I'm well, I mean, come on, dude. Me a you're, you're a fucking pill pull artist. That's your whole fucking shtick. That's how you argue with everybody. Everything's a fucking false frame with you, man. Nah, dude, you're just kind of being a bitch right now. I need to settle oh, down. Oh, yeah, I'm a bitch. You go it's by Nick all the time, blah, 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 blah. Name. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. T- tell me what the problem is, and then we'll know what it is. But the problem if you can't tell is, me, is that you just, did it. The problem is just that you're mad. The problem is you did it because you know it would piss me off, and you'd, you'd stir up this shit again. That's well, what the if problem that was is. my intention, then I guess because I it was intentional disrespect because you thought, then, hey, you're no, no, wait, 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 right you, no, no, wait, you thought, oh, you're soothing, yeah, did you only speak in fucking meme words, dude, and is that your whole fucking vocabulary, as much of fucking okay, memes? you're, uh, hey, you're emotionally hey, disturbed. No, 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 listen, you got mad, and you thought it was me that were doing those fucking super chats, and it wasn't, it was somebody else who was calling you out, so you, 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 you took it, me on with somebody okay, else. turns out I was wrong, but wasn't it a reasonable assumption to think that it was you because Not really. That uh, really? No. Dude, you and I, you and I spent ten episodes, I think, together dissecting the history of the Urantia book yes, together. We did. we did. And why didn't? Who it come else out? have I done that with, Nick? Who else? Have I don't I done know. That but with? So, it's not a secret. So the fact that very so the week after you and I have a blowout on this show, then I'm getting a bunch of super chats about me and the Urantia thing. So I assumed it was you. Wouldn't you have done well, the same? All right. Well, I guess you got it wrong, didn't you? I just said that. Yeah, I guess I got it wrong. All right. Very nice, man. Very nice. Good job. Look, Good work. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. I so, I mean, did, did, they, did you tell everybody? I mean, come on, dude. You're really going to tell everybody that you don't still do the Urantia stuff then? I don't at all. And anybody who so, knows me knows that. So, you became Catholic then? You went and you got fully confirmed in all this? I'm Catholic. Uh, it was, well, wait, 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 you don't decide you're Catholic. I mean, there's a whole process. I mean, I, I grew up Catholic, so when, do you, when did you get confirmed? Who's your priest? Where do you go to church? Well, you tell me. What do I have to do to become Catholic? Well, usually you go through confirmation, right? I didn't go through confirmation. I'm not Catholic, but I could have. I almost did. I didn't because I left and went to another fucking continent. But I don't know what your story is, but I'm telling you there's a process before you're fully Catholic as an adult. Usually it's confirmation. Did you go through confirmation? Okay, send me a send me a DM and walk me through it after this, will you? 
Uh, I, I don't got fucking time for that, dude. We can, I mean, I guess, if I have to, but it just seems like it's the kind of thing you could look up. Or I don't know, if you had a priest that's Catholic, you could probably ask him about it, right? Well, hey, if you want to stand by and hear the rest of what I was telling uh, our buddy here, Ralph, before you showed up to scream at me, uh, I'll tell you the rest of it, where right. I'm at. Let's hear the rest of it, dude. I'll shut up. Go ahead. All right, cool. All right, back to it. So where we were going with that story is that... Um, like I said, there's a lot of factions in Christianity that I've been working my way out to understanding and putting together the pieces of a really long story. Um, and I was raised in what, a that? big tech Go cult ahead. loser sent $3 is a Chino Catholic in name. Only. What? I never heard that one. 100% not Christian. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Big tech. So, Chino. uh, Anybody out there who is uh, actually a, is a is a real Christian, not a Chino, uh, I'd ask that you pray for me. And the idea is that I'm figuring this stuff out. I believe in Christ, and I always have, except for like a, the that ten years I told you about when I kind of fell away from growing out of the Protestant upbringing that I was born into. It's probably a pretty common experience. Um, but I'm I'm fully convinced of the the Christian metaphysical nature of our universe. And I, the, the only, the, the final, the final piece, I guess, is figuring out like if Christ came and redeemed us all and started a church on the world, like the only question is like, well, which one, like, did it go, did it evaporate? Did it go bad? Is it just gone or is it still here? And if it is, then which one is the one? And so that's, the rest of the puzzle that I've been trying to figure out and I've been exploring orthodoxy. I've gone with a couple uh, people I met in Jay Dyer's server to Orthodox church near me. I met a priest there. I saw their liturgy and how they do it. Um, what, what? Big tech cult loser sent $3 should have been pronounced China. Believing in quote unquote Christ is not being Christian. You need a church retard. All right, go ahead. Well, he's, He's right there with it. That's what I'm saying. I've been figuring out what is the one. And I mean, I'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest and this might sound stupid, but I'll just let it be what it is. If Nick is Roman Catholic, that's good enough for me. That's literally what it, it I mean, like I, I feel like I'm not smart enough as this individual person I am to like put it all together. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do. So I just kind of have to pick somebody to go with like i'm i'm kind of like at that level so uh being a hundred percent like having it all figured out if you want to ask me if that's where i'm at i gotta say no but if i'm just gonna make like a choice based on faith and just kind of like loyalty to somebody who i think that i could lean anonymous on anonymous sent three dollars to be catholic all you have to do is say you hate women and want to rape them go ahead <laughs> hold on Big tech cult loser sent $3 on whatever Nick is, says the guy who's 100% not grifting off the grow wipers. All right, go ahead, Big Bingo. I'm, <laughs> I'm making so much money being in the in the chat with the Gryphers. <laughs> You're getting that grift. mod salary, though. I mean. Yeah, I'm getting, that, I'm getting that Ralph mod salary. <laughs> well, don't so, you... Uh... Wait, but when you start a grift, don't you sort of do a long game? Like anyone, anyone that does a grift, don't you sort of start and you build, you build a reputation, and you know, you, you build the whole thing up. So wouldn't wouldn't it work that way? Don't you have to lay the groundwork? You can't just do it on day one. Everyone wouldn't believe you. Or is that what you're doing? Oh yeah, I'm grifting so hard, man. 
rolling in it. By the way, Night Nation's actually right. a mod on the Odyssey chat, so this is kind of a battle of the mods now that I just oh shit thought about the battle of the mods. Yes. So the uh, I, I guess that's it. I mean, literally, it's I don't know how to figure it all out. This Big guy, tech cult loser sent three dollars. It's not about money, dumbass. You think you're famous? You said so ten minutes ago. <laughs> I said that in response to you because you're blowing up the super chats with my name on it every time. Anyway, uh, yeah, so so that's where I'm at. I am loyal to America first. I believe in Christ. Nick is Roman Catholic. That's the path that I'm on. I'm trying to figure that out, and I don't know any Catholics. I don't I don't know who to go to church with. I don't know which one to go to yet. I'm going to go to Mass soon, but honestly, I've been – Holding off on even going yet because I don't want to go and blow it for myself. Three dollars. Don't forget that Thai boy, yum yum, tight boy, holy deaf kids, they can't scream. No, Kobe. Super chatter, no. Big tech cult losers. Three dollars. That's the thing, right? Doesn't that? I mean, it it sounds like you just found you. You dialed into what Nick Fuentes wants, and you just basically telling him what he wants. You're you're giving him what he said he wanted loyalty above all else, right? So it sounds like that's your thing is to go out and tell him that what he wants and that you think that it's gonna give you status in the AF hierarchy. That's the what the perception is, is it not? I'm reading it. Tell me where I'm wrong. I need to go to RCIA at Catholic Church. Tell me what that is, Mercury, please. Um what is it? I'm just being loyal to Nick and just telling him what he wants. No, you're telling him what he wants to hear to get status in the AF, uh, whatever that is, click, whatever you want to call it. That's what it seems like, man. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong. How, how is that? How is that not the case? And the other thing, by the way, you don't you don't fucking convince somebody. You don't call up and like convince somebody to like something that never. It's not how it fucking works. You, you don't do that. You don't like the things you like because somebody fucking like browbeat you into it or convinced you or debated you into it. You like it because it fucking spoke to you or it didn't. And by the way, some of Nick's stuff did, you know, in and of itself, without somebody, some guy calling me up and like trying to like convince me in a pill pull game to like try to come on, man. This is not how shit works. He started all this fucking all this drama and hostility, all this over that. All you had to do is just let things be. I was generally fucking pretty positive towards AF. I had no like uh, no fucking thing with you. I told you I was neutral in the beginning of it. That's pretty positive, actually, based on my uh, audience is pretty against AF, by the way, I should say. And I and I still let you speak the whole time during that whole thing. I didn't fucking cut you off. I let you get your whole shit out. And then it all and the day after you had to make it a, a thing that blew up. You made it blow up. And number two, I wasn't trying to convince no. you to like it. I was calling you out for being a. F- I was calling oh, you out. Oh, that's what you were what doing. You were doing right, and I was fuck out of here. Stop, I was telling you to stop talking shit. Says the guy who had to take to out his fucking Star shit. of David shaped butt plug to call in, please. Good one, dude. So I was telling you to stop talking shit, and I was pointing out that it was happening on your show, and it shouldn't be happening, and I was making the case for why it shouldn't be happening. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so you think you get to tell me what I cover or don't cover, how I do it on my own show? Please, dude. That's not going to happen ever. I don't, I don't care what you think. And then you try to rope Ralph into it. Like, he's going to have to be the, like, you know, the, the fucking lifeguard on the pool and tell it to, you know, say what's going to be. But, you know, I don't come into Ralph's show and ever tell him what to do. Anything. I didn't tell him okay. what to do either. Right. You are mm-hmm. calling into a show right now. But the point is, I was telling, I was, I was, I was, po- I was policing your behavior, dude. Yes, exactly, which is the fucking problem, dude. You're not in yeah. any position to do that, kid. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see. Oh, well, that sounds like a fucking threat or something. Is that a threat? 
Well, you seem pretty bent out of shape right now. Are you well, yeah, dude. You're fucking, you're, you're stirring up shit on a big show. You're causing all kinds of problems and for right. nothing. And then you're trying yeah, to basically. I, you're, you're, I mean, it gave you the threat. option to be on the right side or not. And then you chose oh, not. Okay. So I've blown up your whole oh. fucking program. That's oh, yeah. You just destroyed it, bro. You're so fucking, yeah. you're so, oh man, you're just so cool. You're just, you're in charge of it, dude. You got it all under control. Good job. Kind of what it totally. feels like. I'm literally Does living it? in your head, rent free. So you're exactly as fucking mentally ill as I thought you were. Wow, yeah, dude, you're a fucking bipolar, dude. You're fucking bipolar. You're bipolar. Did you get off your fucking, meds? Did you come off your fucking Abilify or some shit? Wreck right now. Oh yeah, I'm You've so been emotional. Suffering for a week. Oh yeah, I'm suffering. Uh, I bet you're literally you, losing dude. sleep. I oh, oh yeah! I bet you're losing oh, sleep, was, yeah, you're overeating, and you're feeling bad. Yeah, and that's what I wanted, and I fucking got you. Oh, you got me, dude. You got yeah. me. Did, did you get a pat on your back from all your AF buddies? Is that what happened? Is that what you're Actually, trying for? Yeah, we're oh, enjoying yeah. a lot. I'll, I'll bet we're you did. I'll you bet you did. We're watching you squirm and suffer, and we are enjoying oh, yeah. watching oh, a enjoying. asshole on the wrong side get wrecked. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. You're all you're fucking bunch of children. You know what? You give, you give Nick a bad name, by the way. I hope he understands that. You guys really do. You really fucking yeah. do. And and I hope he gets that because he, he, with people like you stirring up shit like this, that's going to be really damaging to his movement. I hope he fucking recognizes it and tells you to fuck off because you deserve that. Yeah, well, well, we'll see. But you know what the reputation of the Groypers is, dude? That's, you know, what's, what's that? becoming what I'm hearing from everybody. What's that? That little bitches feel like we're bullies. Oh, you're bullies, huh? No, you're not bullies, dude. You're basically Antifa with a fucking right-wing mask on. That's what you are. Review is a based hetero super Chad sex haver. Um, go ahead. Fuck it. Go ahead. Yeah, you're fucking all. You're fucking all the hoes, right? Of course, dude. Of course. So, so exactly what's going on? Your dick sweat twenty-four-seven. Godzilla thirty-seven said three dollars normally about now. And he would be setting his nipples on fire. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're jealous. And you're oh, seething. so jealous. So wait, yeah, wait why would are. I be jealous? So all I have to do, though, wait, 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 let's get this straight. So all I have to do is basically go be, be Catholic. I have to just do my, my actual, uh, I have to go confirm, become Catholic like you would have to if you were one. And then I could just join AF willy-nilly and, and just say, I'm sorry, Nick, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to. And, you know, well, what are you I was thinking you should do that. Literally, do yes, do that. Okay, yeah, do yeah, that. okay, sure. Become oh, Catholic and apologize and yeah, be okay. on the right I, I won't ever do that, by the way, but I'm just telling you, I've never said one word to Nick Fuentes. you're a dumb retard. Oh, yeah, I'm such a dumb retard dude sure yeah, sure you are yeah, all right Says that and you're fat, but the, the shit oh, kind of fat. Oh, I'm fat. Cool you're bald, so fuck you're you. Just dude. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm bald and handsome as shit. You're ugly. And oh, you're so handsome, dude. You're so handsome. Does does all the boys tell you that? Is that how it goes in the bathhouse? You you frequent? Is that it? Yeah, and your mom tells me that. Oh, my handsome, mom. Yeah, you're ugly. Dude, wait. You're I mean, this angry. Is, this is exactly it. Your this show is exactly sucks. every. Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your face with yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's why. Or I'm sitting three feet from a bright ass light. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's strategies. autistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, do you have anything to say we haven't heard before? Like anything at all? I mean, this is all shit we heard in like eighth grade, dude. You got anything new? Like anything interesting? This is like fucking like, 80 IQ insults, man. Oh, and you're a Jew, and you just pulled out your... Oh, I'm a Jew. Uh, I'm a Jew. Okay, everyone's a Jew. I'm a Jew. You're a Jew. Everyone's a Jew. Everyone's a Fed, a Jew. Uh, you know, what, what else? What, what else the other ones? Like, Dude, what, what else? Oh, yeah, handsome, what else we got? I'm handsome. You're hey, ugly and cringe. Ralph's got the glasses, man. Well, I can't, I can't be cool like Ralph, man. I, what the hell? Why, yeah, why can't Ralph, I be up to Ralph glasses. standards? Yeah, well, you're oh, not my as cool as Ralph. Hey, my glasses you are don't get to wear bro. glasses because you're not cool. 
Oh, okay. My glasses are great, bands, bro. Only cool, cool like people Ralph. get to wear sunglasses on their stream, dude. <laughs> okay. Only wear them if you're cool. If you're cringe, don't wear them. Just wear but your wait, dumb so, spectacles uh, that you normally wear. Wait a minute. Doesn't I think? Doesn't Nick wear sunglasses? No, he doesn't. Does he? When you're telling him he's cringe? Oh, that's not good, man. He's he might kick you out, bro. Nick can wear sunglasses whenever he wants because he's cool. Oh, okay. But you don't get to because you look dumb. <laughs> There's no offense it's to Nick, but you sound like you're gay for him, dude. You sound real gay for him, man. Whatever, dude, but you're ugly. Nick doesn't have anything to do with it. To cover but you, but you, you, however, okay. Yeah, my dumb face, right? Galaxy yeah, and you're jealous. Christ is king. Oh, so jealous. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Let's, let the super chat roll, man. It's you should, uh, you should re repent from being a cringe pagan agnostic. And become Catholic and join America first and stop being a loser. Now, wait, are you a pagan, Night Nation? I'm not a pagan. I've what considered being a pagan. Oh. Uh, well, for this conversation, none of your fucking business, for starters. Yeah, tell us. I tell you. us. I, I already went through my deal. What's your deal? Sure. Anonymous oh. sent $3. These gay groypers trying to take over everything are gay. No matter what, white nationalism will always be more important than she so hot takes by Nick Speak Fuente 777777. Right, it's a bunch of sevens. Thank you. Uh, go go ahead. Uh, yeah, if you, I mean, if you want to. Yeah, I mean, Rippers I don't want to take over everything. Rippers are taking over everything, and that's why you're mad. So how, how does that play out? I want to see that play out. I mean, I'll, I'll give them credit, man. They've stand done by. a lot of awesome shit. They've done stand awesome, awesome shit. And stand by. Well, I've, I've always been it's standing by <laughs> and I give them credit. I think Cozy yeah, is fucking you're just great. Watching yourself lose ground and watching us Cozy game, is man, that's going to continue. By the way, I'm so not leaving Cozy. I, I said that already a couple of times, but I mean, I'm gonna, still going to stand on Odyssey too. Check out the new Ryan Dawson interview. Anonymous there, sent three dollars. Don't forget to say based cringe. Yo, let's go. Yoba, Christ is king. So true. Yeah, exactly. You should start true. saying those things more often. It lets us know <laughs> that you're in the cult. Cozy is fucking is good, man. It's really impressive. I have to say that. I have to give him absolute credit. It's really impressive. So I, I, I've always given him a lot of credit. I, this thing is, you don't really actually watch my show, so you don't really know. You just come to pick fights. You wanted me to talk to the natural law guys into doing it. It didn't work out in your favor. Your now you're watching your show. I know exactly. Oh, okay, what you well, do. I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. You watch the kind of videos that I was watching like five years ago yeah and then you react by going <laughs> or is this so this sucks this we've had too much of this we can't have any more of this anymore guys that's, this is that's just exactly so, what i oh, do just more more jewish bullshit guys hey guys that's look at exactly this here's it. some more jewish bullshit that's just ruining our country guys <laughs> we gotta do something about this guys 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 this, <laughs> look, look how dumb this is guys <laughs> i mean like great impression so ridiculous that's that's your great impression in that show yeah, you got it, dude. You figured it right out. I figured know. It right out. I literally nailed it. I'm good at impressions. Yeah, real good. So, is there anything else? No, I mean, I think that's good. I think it's, uh, you know, I mean, go ahead. Keep just talking. Everything you say it just becomes dumber and dumber and dumber. So, everybody, I mean, please go watch Night Nation Review on Odyssey and see if I'm wrong or if I just totally got it 100% correct. Hey, man. All right. Well, enjoy. But that's it. You do, you boo boo. Is there any it. chance for a Can't reconciliation here, or is that uh, sorry, sorry, what a reconciliation, or is that ship ship sailed kind of? 
Well, it's, it sounds like a sale, man. I want it to call, I want it to be cool with the guy. So well, last time I hung up uh, after uh, we called it on Tequila Sunrise, I was I was ready to try to you know bury the hatchet or whatever. But dude, I'm not like mad. Wanted, you man. came here, here flaming fucking hot tonight because I said what are your you name, talking about? Is, by man? the way, yeah. you use it on the internet all the time. That's all that happened. Not really? <laughs> you literally not, not like make you did, man. Dude's show and you call yourself Nick. What did I say? Yeah, other I than his name you is said Nick. my full name, bro. You you know what you did and you know what you did and you know why you did it and you did it because you thought I was doing the insult super chat. It That's was, why. It's very obvious, bro. Don't dude, tell me otherwise, you lying snake, man. You're a fucking snake, bro. It wasn't You're a snake, and everyone knows to it. Get back at you. I, sure, 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 time, sure, sure. I, I admitted that I thought it was you. Turns out it wasn't, and I admitted that it was wrong. So Yeah, but you hey, did a little boxing shtick, Mike Lowry, before, you know, what? before it was Mike done. Lowry. It wasn't okay. a dox, bro. It, it kind of was, a, though. It's not a dox. It kind of was. <laughs> Do you well, not what still it? use that name online all the time? <laughs> I don't use my full name online. No, dude, I don't. And, it's and not even your actual name. Uh, yeah, I guess it's not. So yeah, so I thought it was okay. Really, right, man. if, if I not. thought that you didn't want me to say that, I honestly would not have. I don't know, man. I think I said it all. I think you can sunset me, Ralph. But I'll just say uh, thanks for the free promo, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll see you in Dallas, Ralph. It's gonna be fun. Go man. watch Night Nation review on Odyssey. Thank you, Night Nation. Appreciate you, man. Take take it easy, Ralph. All right, we got some other callers. Uh, Big Tech, uh, are you're going to Dallas too? I think maybe maybe we could have a bowl. hell yeah, buddy. I'm a, I wouldn't miss it. We have a bowl off. I'm here. really looking forward to it. Hey, do you? I, should I get uh, ordained in the Church of Urantia and give you a Urantia wedding? Yeah, I mean, if there's time still, uh, perhaps we could uh, have the uh, alien blessing or whatever the fuck. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it works. Uh, now, Based. this guy, uh, the Bronco, the Bron, the Broom. Why did I say Bronco? The hello, Bron- hello. this is Geezer one two three. How's it going, Ralph? Hello, it's going good. Hello, Geezer. How's it going? You good? I'm good, man. Are you good? I, yeah, I'm kind of good. I'm I'm super drunk, so I just just wanted to say a few things. Okay. I just wanted to say, fuck the haters, and you can't set a kill stream. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can't. So true. That's all. You can time set me. So true, sir. Thank you. That's right. Trust the plan. What a great call. <laughs> exactly. You can't set so I'm talking about. sunset or abort, any of those things. Shia LaCut, go ahead. Yo, can you hear me? Yes. All right, perfect. Cool. I got a better setup this time. Yeah, you sound good. Uh, I just want... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, uh, I think Joe Kent is the next, uh, he's like the Republican Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. I don't even think he's a serious candidate because in this district, the district three, man, he's like not going to win, honestly. And, uh, Oh, I think well, he's, well, he's well, just millions what? sent $3 another W for big tech. We're going to take a note. Now go ahead, caller. Let's go. Perfect. Yeah, I just think that he's a Republican Beto O'Rourke. He's a faker. He's got the good looks, but he don't have the substance. He's got the talking points, but nobody knows him down here. I think. Uh, I just don't think. I'm kind of from. I'm kind of from the area ish, so I kind of know what's happening. And uh, I don't know, man. I just think he's in it for the money. He's going to maybe run for a office somewhere else later and get some more money. I think it's all. Uh, it's all a ruse. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, 
I don't necessarily disagree with you. I was talking about the other day. That's one of the best fucking cycles you can get into. Uh, just running for office over and over. Get a few cycles in, especially if it's every two, yeah. four years. I mean, you, you know, you scrape together, what, five, ten years of running for office. Uh, and then you also network that whole time. You got super PACs. You got yep. your own little commi- committees and organizations and your favors people owe you. It's lucrative, dude. Um uh, People. What's with this uh, pagan bashing sent $3 people that reject bash. pagans are also dismissing all the great Greco-Roman philosophers including the Chad that is in Ralph's Aurelius. Is T it clear that the Judeo-Christian Seop is integral in this? They are number one benefactors. Anonymous sent $3 majority Taylor Green is the real deal. Lol. Taking it to met by me. It looks like a picture that's out of like a textbook, but uh, that was me that took that amazing photograph. It's hard to take a bad photograph of uh, that uh, sculpture there. But anyway, uh, what about the pagan Yo. bashing? Say again. What about the pagan bashing? The the super chatter said. Uh, what about it? It's fine. We fucking wipe them out. <laughs> well, that's what he, I mean. I wasn't bashing Let's them personally, go. but. Uh, I don't think the college. I'll just be honest. Yeah. Um, all right. What else you got? Yeah, I just enjoyed the show today. And thank uh, you. Oh, seven to chat. And uh, I just wanted to say that uh, Joe Kent's fucking fake. That's it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now, also, we have. Um, did you see Alex Stein earlier where I showed the. So, okay, I don't know if I've done a good job explaining this, but this guy was in a child custody dispute. <sighs> don't get me started. Uh, with his, they were married though. Uh, with his wife, they got divorced. I've I guess been through one of those. Well, I'm. I got uh, my lawyer told me just not to say anything. Uh, but anyways, public record. I talked about the other day. Obviously, I'm going through some things uh, myself. Can I tell you something about that, Ralph? Yeah, you can. Bro, I, I've been through what I've been through, and uh, the roughest time of my life was in a situation where I had limited access to my kids. Uh, but on the other side of that, my kids and I have a fantastic relationship. My son and I are just as close as I could ever hope for. He's a healthy, handsome kid who knows that his dad loves him, and we're just like, we have a great bond. And we have something I wouldn't trade for anything, and it came after a real painful time. So just keep your eye on the future, and everything will be fine. Well, thank you for saying that. And, um, you know, I, I honestly, I've I had um, several people, some of them you know and have heard uh, on this show, tell me not to pursue uh, this, basically, um, and that, uh, you know, uh, just wait, sit it out later down the line, you know, he'll grow up, this and that. And, uh, without to get too specific, uh, really, because that's not, uh, what I should do, uh, here on air, uh, as far as the details and all that stuff. Um, obviously it's a very, um, complicated situation. Uh, but I just couldn't do that. Uh, honestly, um, I don't think that that's in me. And um, also my mom passed away last year, and I know what she would tell me. She would, she would never be on board with me just, like, uh, writing off my son or just, you know, charging to the game, right? Like, I, I don't know. I can't um, I can't live like that personally. And, uh, you know, 
Uh, it's not. Dude, you can do what you can do. It'd be even worse. And that's all you around. can. And that's all you can do. All you can do is what you can do. Just don't do things that make it worse. Just don't right. do that. Well, don't and again, antagonize her. Don't put her in a spot where she's gonna. Well, I don't know, you know who her is. I don't want on you or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to go into. Uh, yeah, any, but, like but as long as you are I'm only talking about my t- about my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I want yeah, to be very specific so. though about me. What I'm talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, even talking about it uh, to a certain degree. But I mean, it's real shit that I'm going through. I think one of the, one of the things that people identify um, with about me is that all my shit's kind of out there, um, and um, I, I think I I deal with a lot of it here in public, and uh, you know that's not always great. But uh, people see, people see the struggle, uh, and they respect the struggle uh, and the overcoming of the struggle uh, as much as the great times and the um, you know like you know, mega shows and great guests and stuff like that. Um, that's not what keeps the thing going uh really it's it's the day-to-day it's the uh, overcoming the struggles it's the day where there wasn't a great guest or the guest missed the show tonight <laughs> you know what i mean or <laughs> something else happened right um that's what um really powers you through and we talk about nick fuentes uh he's a colleague of mine and he was out there grinding every single night uh just like everybody else, uh, and I remember 200 views, 300 viewers. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, uh, his come up and a lot of other people's. And I remember people who came up and went back down. Um, and so, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I think that uh, that's a big part of, of, of my um I guess career is <laughs> the down is the yeah. downturns too, as much as the upturns, uh, and so uh, it is what it it's is. It's cliche, but it, yeah. it's not about how hard you get knocked down. It's just, it's when yeah. You I mean, I'm thinking up, about that Rocky, man. that Rocky clip uh, from Rocky Balboa. But um, I don't know. It would it would have been there was an option to check out uh, of, of of that uh, what we discussed before the child custody and all that stuff. Um, but I just didn't. Um, I didn't think I could live with that uh long term um and just I just feel like that would be a disgrace uh to myself and to my family and so I agree with you. I yeah. think you made the right choice. I'm yeah. glad you did. Yeah, I just couldn't uh and people I res- there were some people I respect who um didn't agree. You know what I mean? They were like, you know, go the other way with it basically. <laughs> uh and they weren't saying that uh because they're bad people uh or you know, they had my best interest at heart too. You know what I mean? Like they they were giving what they felt was the best advice and you know, if, in terms of like stressfulness and you know, uh some hard times, right? Some struggles, uh some extra struggles, they were pro- you know, that might be right, but uh Again, long term, I can't I can't live with that type of um, disgrace to my family. Uh, so that's why uh, that's why I did that. Uh, if anybody was wondering uh, my personal thinking on the matter, that's that's uh, that's how I came to that decision. And I thank you for sharing that. Um, you did get me to talk about it, which I really shouldn't have probably. Uh, well, but uh, I, I talk about it because I, I identify think the best with times it. Of your life are yeah. ahead of you right now. That's what I believe. I thank think you we're for about saying to see the best moments for the Ralph Emil. 
Thank you for saying that, man. I really do appreciate it, and I'm I'm really excited and not to be a complete shill, but the stuff in Dallas, uh, even outside of trying to get people to to come and buy tickets or or anything like that, um, I'm really excited about putting on a show, uh, actually, uh, and being the maestro, the director of all this, uh, bringing all these people in, uh, doing different types of events, or doing a wedding, a, a bowling competition, the stand up, a debate, uh, and I want to stream it all live too, uh, and I'm really excited about that and uh the big show uh you heard, you heard the theme playing earlier i think the big show is a trademark of this show uh the big events uh that you just won't see anything like that anywhere else uh and the mega shows and the 24 hours and the litany of guests um that's what this show is all about uh and so i'm really excited uh for april 2nd uh and again you know maybe it maybe there's some tech problems maybe there's some there might be a little rocky too i don't know i've never put on a show like this uh live and in person for sure so we'll see but uh i'm super excited about it and uh honestly just being able to able to do it uh by virtue of uh all this that was uh given to me by uh, people like you, Big Tech, and, and viewers of this show uh, is a privilege in and of itself. So, Thank you, sir, for calling in. And this was an unplanned uh, little segment tonight, but uh, I enjoyed it, man. Thank you. We love you, Ralph. You're the content king. I'll be there with you in Dallas. And anybody who hears this and is there, if you want a beer, I'll buy you one. Big Tech, love you too, brother. I'll see you in Dallas. See you. Big Tech. Thank you, sir. Bucket Groiper, what's up, man? bucket Yo, can you hear me i can hear you man what's up that's good i was listening to the stream i was a little behind i just wanted to call in and say that uh well the, the main thing that made me call in was i heard you talking about uh your i won't get into specifics but your personal things right. and i know a lot of people they like to they like to mock you for all this stuff being public and sure. whatnot but uh you know, a lot of people go through a lot worse and, uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, I don't want to get too specific, but you know, it's your kid and, uh, you got to go for it, man. You got to go for it. And, uh, sorry for bringing it up, of course. No, but, it's okay. Uh, well, again, it kind of came up on the menu here. I don't, uh, I'm not going to get mad at anybody. Obviously they're, you know, um, certain places I'm not going to go with it and I'm trying to stay very, um, responsible <laughs> with my words and all that stuff. Uh, and I yeah. meant what I said the other night, uh, that it's really about the well being of my son, uh, and establishing a, a, a good relationship there and, and building that, um, and anything else. Uh, of course I have my own, um, you know, things I might uh, want to say or, or, or stuff like that, but, uh, it's not to, to his benefit and, uh, and, you know, not to mine either, to be quite frank. So, uh, I'm, I'm just going to try to stay positive about it. Obviously it's like everybody else is talking about it. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think a little limited discussion of it, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and it's also something that, um, I've had a lot of fathers, uh, message me and hit me up on Twitter and send me emails. And some of them I haven't even been able to respond to, by the way. And I hope nobody takes that personally if I missed your, um, a response on your stuff, but, um, it's, it's, it's touching and, you know, yeah, a lot of my life is live, uh, lived out in public and that's, um, by, by decision, I chose to be this person. Uh, you know, I'm not sitting in my house, um, 
never leaving uh, and just only releasing facts about myself that that make you like me or, you know, a carefully con, uh, constructed persona where, you know, everything's fucking game planned and it's it's always um, a one-sided view and it's always the best side and you don't really know the person. All my shit is out there and you, you know, you know me, uh, struggles and all and uh, bad moments and good moments. And so um, I don't regret, uh, I don't regret this decision at all. And I saw, <laughs> I saw, um, what was it? They reminded me, some hater, I saw it on Twitter. I haven't been reading, I can't help but ever seeing some of the stuff on Twitter sometimes. But I cut all the rest out, but I do see the tweet and somebody uh, quoted me where I was bragging about um, my kids being infamous even before they're born. Uh, that's, uh, that's how that's how wild my shit is which i mean that is that is fucking just startling to me um the way people follow my life and stuff but um again it doesn't I, i've never i'll say only once uh, after the pill stream quote unquote back in 2019 i thought about quitting um but i just didn't i just toughed it out and uh, just built back up and i i have supreme confidence in this show and my skills and uh, all my friends and all the guests and so i don't uh I, even after all this stuff this year i never once thought oh i'm going to give it up or or whatever uh i thought i was going to get back on the grind so uh i think i've shown that uh, pretty well and I don't worry about uh, going away or or anything like that because we put on a really good show here uh, on the kill stream and honestly there's nobody else doing it like we're doing it so uh, I don't know yeah I'm blessed no for sure and uh, yeah I remember in the past uh, at least year and a half you've uh, you've really crawled your way back uh, not to be derogatory but. Uh, You've uh, gained new heights. You've gained new heights. And in regards to uh, the personal stuff, uh, yeah, it was my fucking kid. Yeah, I mean, we all got problems. We all got problems. But I, I definitely would. But uh, I, I did have two things to say. Uh, one, Big Tech. Uh, listen, I, I wasn't watching the show, sorry to say. But uh, I will say that... I don't know what he said, but I side with Night Nation Review, even if I'm completely ignorant of what was said. We're Night Nation Review crew, at least in my sphere. But I would also like to say... Well, that, I like both uh, those guys, by the way. I hope that's clear. Uh, oh. But, you know, yeah, again, sure. people argue on my show, and so... Um, yeah. It's just, Entertaining. Yeah. For sure. That's what the kill stream's about, right? It's uh, yeah. you always got some conflict going on, and uh, that's what we like about it. But I also want to say, <laughs> and this uh, this will be the last thing I say. You can kick me out after this, but I saw Sheila Cuck in Ralph Radio Room, and he uh, left left a few seconds ago. But uh, I just like to call that guy. A f I don't like that guy. He can go get fucked, and. That's uh, that's all I'd say. I, I wish you luck, buddy, and uh, all your struggles. I hope you uh, gain new heights. You you reach new heights. Fifty thousand viewers, hundred thousand viewers, hundred k, whatever you can get. Yeah, hundred k, five hundred k, a million. Fuck Swan Piker. Oh, fuck all the cocksuckers <laughs> on Twitch. We'll reach new heights on Odyssey here, but. Uh, Thank you, Matt. That's all I want to say. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that. I'll see you later, Ralph. 
By the way, Culture Thug was talking shit too. What even? I don't even know that guy. They said, okay, so they said Flamenco was talking shit about me on Politically Provoked. By the way, you know what? He mentioned his cozy application. First off, I have no, I'll tell you the knowledge I have of it. And it's from Flamenco. And it was when I first got on Cozy, and he was talking shit on Twitter, and he's just like, what's he going to do when I get on Cozy? I just put in my application. What's Ralph going to do when I get on there? And I was like, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I, that's all I knew about it. And I guess he's complaining about his, his what his application got lost in the mail. I mean, you're a and I, I, I don't make the decisions about anything around here. Uh, but, yeah, you are so if if they asked me, I would I would tell them what I thought, but they haven't. So Cue Oprah, the elites, <laughs> big money lost. The great wealth transfer part two is here. Sent five dollars if only someone knew that energy was being oversold. Just like I know, big fed onion smells stanky, and I also know, Blackberry, GameStop, AMC are also Michael Zimmerman oversold. said no, and it is time. More receipts for shares. <laughs> then shares outstanding. Easy Momi. Flamenco is a hater. I mean, look, nobody would know about Flamenco if he he was even alive if it wasn't for me. Uh, and that's just the truth that nobody could ever deny. And I haven't even thought about this fucker. I've been doing my show um, and booking guests and, and working on the event. Like, I literally have not. I don't even think I've talked about I have said a few things about Gator. Uh, but I don't even think I've said anything about this guy. Um, so I don't know. I'm on their mind 24 seven. Uh, and for good reason, if I was, you know, as incompetent and just absolutely, have you ever tried to watch one of their shows? Like, I mean, again, we do things, we have guests, we have debates, we're doing live shows. I mean, those guys are doing nothing guys. I'm, I'm at the trucker rally. I'm doing stuff in DC. I'm at APAC interviewing people. I'm on the scene with Dawson. I'm all over the country for stop to steal. I'm flying across the world. These guys are sitting on their daddy's couch. They're sitting in their mom's basement. And, and again, you know, no disrespect. If that's where you're at, but it's like, just look at what they're putting out compared to what I'm doing. And it's just not even in the same league. And again, it's not, it's not ego or anything. It's just look at what the results are compared to what they're doing. I mean, it's not even close. So <laughs> it's not ego. It's just, they could do all this stuff. Like I was talking about fucking the cokehead up there. Like he could have went to the, he could have went to the protest in Ottawa. Nothing was stopping him. Um, he could have done, there was stuff in Mississauga too, or whatever, Sawa, however the fuck you say that place. Um, nothing stopping any of these guys from doing that stuff at all. So they won't do it though. Uh, it's easier to be a hater, uh, than to go and do shit. And by the way, I, you know, we talk shit as well for sure. Um, that's definitely true, but, um, you see me out doing shit, right? It's not all, it's not all that. Uh, you know, I'm making moves, I'm interviewing people. I want to do a lot more on-location uh, interviews, too. So I don't know if you noticed. Uh, there's been quite a few of those lately. That's for a reason. Because uh, I want to kind of work that into the types of content that we have. I like having different stuff, basically. So it's not all the same shit. And uh, that's worked well for me uh, since the show got big. And so I'd like to continue, continue to do that. By the way, there's the Ryan Dawson Part 1 uh, it was like an hour and a half, so I'm going to split it up into like three or four pieces. Either three or four, no more than that. Probably three, but we'll see. Uh, 
Here goes the Dawson uh, cl- uh, clip. It's, well, it's more than a clip. It's like 20 minutes. Uh, I put it uh, in the chats on Odyssey and Cozy. Uh, I'm not going to put in this other one, too. On the restream. Also, a lot of people got banned from Discord today. So we don't have it set some stuff back, and I don't have the copy up from yesterday's show yet. Uh, but hopefully we get them both tomorrow. Um, we shall see. Hopefully. Righteous Goy, go ahead. Yeah, what's up, dude? What's up, man? Nothing. I just like to say it's like so much feminine energy with all this fucking shit talking. It's like weak motherfuckers love to talk shit. Yeah, what's up, dude? Well, yeah. Oh, by the way, turn turn your um the the stream down some because I can hear. Now wait, wait, Goy, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm gonna pause it because you gotta turn down the stream. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. We'll, we'll wait a sec. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, look. Um. Like, who's even? I wasn't even thinking about this guy. Literally. What the fuck is going on here? I don't think he can hear us. Righteous Goy, are you? Okay. Can hear you? Oh, you can't hear me. Okay. Go ahead. Just, just go ahead and talk because there's a little crosstalk there. Just go ahead and uh, get your take. Oh, actually, now it sounds better. I don't hear the uh, the, the echo. Yeah, yeah, the echo. I don't hear it. No, uh, it's just like. Like, I've been watching your streams and everything. Like, I kind of disconnected from the whole movement for a while because, like, all the infighting and shit. Yeah. And it's like, we got a solid opportunity right now. We literally have another superpower pushing back against this fucking Zog machine. We got the left, like, actively destroying the fucking country. And we still are bitching about fucking Christians and pagans and fucking infighting about all this nonsense. And it's just a waste of time when all these, like... It's a bunch of feminine energy. It's like people like have to own up to their opinions and like realize that they're speaking the truth and like stand with as a man and like own it and like stop and like be pragmatic about the situation. Like obviously if they're going to throw dudes at us like this Kent dude, it's because they want to control the movement because they're afraid of it. He's not there to make money. He's there to try to control the movement. I agree with exactly what you said about that last part. Uh, of course, you know, I'm sure he'll take his money, but um, he's the, he basically he's taken. A, so they asked him, you go through and ask all the questions and he, you know, he's answered all this stuff, but oh my God, don't say anything about Israel or don't, don't do this or that. Yeah, so he basically took all the talking points. It, it's a, a more extreme version of what Shapiro and Eric Erickson and all these other uh, after 2016, where they just turned on a dime and started sucking Trump's dick uh, and cribbed a bunch of uh, talking points. Well, he's doing the same thing, basically, cribbing, uh, cribbing Fuentes' stuff and other people's stuff, uh, but watering it watering it down and it's a uh, control. Well, it's like version. it's almost like a pH test with the Israel thing because you know, like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna look at this, they're gonna watch us, and they're gonna say, who can we use? Who can we buy? You know, and then a lot of people that like if they're if they're spineless, they're gonna take that money and they're gonna try to subvert the movement. And we've been dealing with this over and over and over again. And but we keep moving forward. We keep moving forward because we have the truth on our side. So we shouldn't be afraid of anything. And we gotta stop fighting with each other because it's so pointless. And I mean, I I, I see this as a huge opportunity for us. Like even the collapse of the country is a big opportunity for us. The gas prices going up is a big opportunity for us. I haven't, like, I left the country for a long time, like several years. I come back here and it's like, people, like, I'm hearing, seeing more people that are open to our opinions. More and more people are jaded about the system. More and more people that were formerly in the center, formerly afraid to speak about certain things, even things like race or the, the JQ, that they're now willing to hear these arguments and they're willing to actually speak on them to an extent. 
and like like it's like the fat is like is shedding off the pig so quickly and like people are not comfortable anymore and when people aren't comfortable they have to deal with reality in a pragmatic way and when you have the truth on your side you're the answer and we are the answer so it's like we got like we got to stop making ourselves look bad by looking like a bunch of uh Bitches, basically, that want to fight with each other and talk shit. Like, we have so much potential in terms of basically swooping in and taking over the entire populist movement, the entire conservative side, and even stealing people from the left. Because a lot of these people on the left are just fucking virtue signaling cowards. But even they are realizing that, like, you can't, it's an, it's an unsustainable situation that we're in. And it's rapidly failing. And we're the only people offering a solution. I think, um, yeah, I mean, um, what you say there is true. And also, uh, I was trying to remember exactly what I, my point I was trying to make. I remember now. Um, it does get a little, just speaking from my own experience, uh, sometimes when you get a little momentum going and then it's like, ah, oh, they're pulling me back in just when I thought I was out or whatever, uh, and you have to turn around and, you know, fight three or four or five steps backwards. Uh, and then, okay, you settle that. Now you start walking a little bit forward. And then, okay, you, you took another five or six steps back, you know, this time. Uh, and so it does get to be a little bit of that type of situation where it's like, okay, God, can we just, can I get over that? Um, but I don't know. I mean, I do hear that a lot, right? Just, just stop the fighting and. I try. Well, I don't see it coming from you, but I'm saying from no, like, watching people I mean, in the chat, et cetera, all this. I see it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it for a long time. Right. Um, and like I saw your excitement talking about um, Marjorie Green and all that. And like, it is a big deal that it we're is. getting attention from more mainstream people. But that comes with the fact that they're going to try to subvert at the same time. So yeah. it's like, we got to hold true to those main points that we've been carrying for so long. Demographics. Uh, the fact that Israel rules over our country, the fact that the left right. is pushing. Well, now look, I agree straight. with what you're saying. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I agree with what you're saying, uh, but um, and again, she's not going to say uh, no, the I stuff we say. Example, but, yeah. but but what I'm saying is um, that's I agree. But if you look at what people said at the at their during their speeches after, nobody censored anything they were going to say. Vince James is right after. Excuse me, and he went, uh, he went very hard. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I didn't hear anybody pull any punches because she was there. Now, if uh, there was a situation where she said, "Oh, I'm only going to come if you don't do this," or um, she denounced everybody after, or um, you, somebody didn't get to speak because she was there, or take this out of your speech, etc. Um, and none of, now, Stu Peter, Peters caught a little blowback, but there was no, um, there was no censorship as far as I could tell. Um, oh, I'm saying that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Now, if there had been, that would be bad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I don't. That's see the that. whole thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're trying to corral us, and it's like you can't really corral something that's so chaotic. And there's such we have such a diverse crowd. Yeah, we got a bunch of antisocial, fucking artists, like brilliant minds on our in our movement. That's because smart people, smart men, that like really care about being objective and being pragmatic and really seek out the truth. You find it. And what it comes down to is like, do you have the gall to stand there and speak the truth to people in person? Do you have the gall to stand there and own those opinions when you know they're taboo in the current paradigm, but the paradigm shifting 
we're right we have the reins and that's why they're afraid of us at this point in the past they looked at us and they were like all right we'll just censor them they'll give up on this fight they'll stop fighting and we didn't we pushed we pushed like you said you like you feel like you want to quit out of it you feel like you want to drop out of it but you continue because deep down in your soul you want to be a hero and you want to do what's right and you want to save western civilization this is bigger than america it's big it's 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 a fight of good versus evil Thank We're you. here bickering. I mean, not you, but like people in the chat, people, I mean, I see it left and right, people bickering about nonsense. It's like, it's a childish feminine trait and we got to get over that. We got to be men. We got to care about ourselves. We got to wake up each morning and better ourselves, go to the gym, eat right, read and speak the truth. To, like it goes one person to the next. Like you just, you start a, fi a brush fire in the mind of another righteous man and we move forward as a unit. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you, man. God bless. All right, God bless. Have a good one. All right, now let's see what do I have over here. Oh, I do have this. Jared Taylor, we got to get that interview. God, I'm sending the email tonight. Don't let me forget. Fuck. Man, I was literally on the way to pick him up, but he only had limited time and he had a dinner engagement and I had to take Beardson back and the traffic was shit and I ended up not being able to pick him up. Motherfuck. Motherfucker. It was my, fuck. It was my fault, but also just like the timing fault. There just wasn't enough time. So we didn't get the Jared Taylor interview at IFAC. We were about to have Jared Taylor and Brimlow. God, that was going to be like the double. The double. Oh, man. But obviously, Brimlow had set it up too. Fuck. Even if I'd got there, though, he was still going to be late for his dinner. So it's probably best that I didn't. Orlando traffic is complete garbage. I'm going to send the email. I think I can still get the interview, right? I don't think there's any reason I won't. Is it F? Hold on. Why? No, it's back. Just refresh. It might just skip for a second. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll do it. Uh, I'd actually like to go up there, or I mean, or he could come down here, but, it, you know, I could go up there and interview him like I did with Dawson. Uh, I'd like to do that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm finally going to be home this week and this weekend. I'm going to try to stay home all the way from now until when I go to Dallas uh, or maybe go to D.C. the weekend before. At least the next couple of weeks, I want to stay home the whole time and not go anywhere. What happened? I don't know. I think it just cut out for a second. That happened earlier during the daytime show, too, but just for a second. By the way, I see a super chat on Cash App. A says, please get Stu on for a one-on-one -on -one interview. So I said, um, well, was mentioned who would I want him to debate, uh, and I said, hey, I'm pretty sure we could get most anybody or, you know, a pretty good number of people, right? And... um but I also said I was open to just having him on as a guest. We could take calls or not. Uh, either way, I'll have a good show with it. Um, so we'll see what happens. We shall see. All right, now. Oh, this is the this is why I brought up Jared Taylor, by the way. Let me pull this up. Also, download the new Odyssey app on Android. In any case, I believe you have some news about uh, 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 Ahmad Arbery for us. Yeah, you know, two years ago, we are broadcasting uh, this podcast on February 23rd, 2022. Of course, February 23rd will now Pearson be known in Georgia. 
was mentioned. Franson versus Stu was mentioned. Um, but again, I don't. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's all preliminary. There might might nothing happen. So that's Ahmed Aubrey Day, uh, State Rep. Sandra Scott, a Black Democrat who represents Clayton County. Um, Introduced a resolution designating federal uh, February 23rd, quote, annually in the state of Georgia as the Ahmed Aubrey Day, end quote. Mm. The date was chosen because that was the day in 2020 that 25-year-old Aubrey was shot and killed, as this story from Fox 5 Atlanta says, while jogging in Glen County, Georgia. Nick versus Stu, I thought about that. I don't, I don't know if he would want to or... Yeah. On that day, Father... I would love that, honestly, but again... Son Greg and Travis McMichael armed themselves and used a pickup truck to chase Aubrey after spotting him running in their coastal Georgia neighborhood. A neighbor, Roddy Bryan, William Roddy Bryan, joined in the chase in his own truck and recorded cell phone video of Travis McMichael blasting Aubrey with a shotgun. By the way, somebody mentioned if uh, I rescheduled Holly. No, but not yet. I mean, I will. I think he just fell asleep, honestly. I don't see him active on Twitter, so. I, I literally think he just fell asleep. Is that is that what happened? <laughs> well, that's uh, there, there's nothing absolutely wrong there, but it leaves out so much that is in effect wrong. Okay. Now, no arrests were made until the video leaked online two months later. We know all this. We yeah, know I know, this. I know, yes. I know. So, of course, we know that they were just convicted of murder last fall at the end of 2021, and they well, they were just convicted of hate crimes, I believe, earlier this week. Um so the resolution, which passed, you know, Republicans actually controlled the state legislature. Do, do you know if there are any votes against? I didn't see a record of the vote. I didn't see. I did not see that either. Um, it probably passed on voice vote or something. Probably. But the resolution describes Aubrey as a loving son, brother, uncle, grandson, nephew, cousin. How do they even know that? And is that even left true? an impact on countless Georgians and Americans, Mr. Taylor. Mm. The resolution yeah. called Aubrey's. Ready for this? The resolution called Aubrey one of the state's most distinguished citizens. <laughs> you know, I saw that in black and white. I and couldn't believe it. And declared that he suffered a senseless loss of his life because of the color of his skin. All, they, they, they called him a compassionate, generous man. The resolution also encourages... <laughs> compassionate and generous man. Uh, the resolution also encourages members of yeah, the Georgia like community a fucking hero. to run... 2.23 miles every February 23rd <laughs> to advocate for racial equality. Jogger day, literally. No way. Encourages members of the Georgia community to run 2.23 miles every February 23rd to advocate for racial equality. And in the memory of one of Georgia's most distinguished citizens. Ahmed Aubrey. This guy was... Put him on Stone Mountain, Mr. Taylor. I guess so. Th this, this guy was a petty criminal, a shoplifter. He was known as the jogger among people <laughs> around that ran convenience stores. God, he'd come jogging out, do little stretching exercises, hop inside, and then make off full tilt with whatever he wanted. 
He's got a rust record. He was arrested for carrying a gun at a high school uh, uh, sporting event, resisted arrest, ran away from the police. His mother had to call the cops on him. She, he was so violent. Nick sent three dollars. Lil Jog oh. Jog lost his life because of low impulse control, not because he had chocolate face. Lil Jog Jog. Why? And this guy is one of Georgia's most distinguished citizens. This will warm your heart. The bill was co-sponsored by three Democrats and one Republican. Wow. Well, that's reconciliation for you, just like uh, they want it uh, in, the, the, in, in Congress. Truth, justice, it's the new mm. American way. Well, tell you what, uh, by contrast, let me tell you about a vote that took place in the Mississippi State Senate 100 years ago. It's quite edifying. The Let's get Senate edified, Chad. February 20th, 1922. Almost exactly 100 years ago, the vote was 25 to 9 to ask the federal government to trade some of the World War I debt owed by European countries. They were going to forgive some of the European countries' World War I debt in exchange for a piece of colonial Africa. Any part would do. And then the government would ship all of Mississippi's black people to a what? final home for the American this was uh, the idea. The proposal had some black supporters, black separatists who preferred to move to Africa. And as you know, World War I devastated Europe, and it left many of the European allies deeply in debt to Washington, to, to, to Washington a total of $10.35 billion at that time. It was equivalent to $174 billion today. And although those countries were short on cash, they had plenty of land in Africa. And so, as the bill put it, Bill said, it's our most earnest desire to reach a just, fair, amicable, and fair settlement to no question. And it included a request that President Warren Harding, he was president at the time, acquire by treaty, negotiation, or otherwise from our late war allies sufficient territory in the continent of Africa to make a suitable, proper, and final home for the American where under the tutelage of the American government, he can develop for himself a great republic to become in time a free and sovereign state and take its place at the council board of the nations of the world. It's a very noble gesture. Yes, a noble gesture. And Mississippi's <laughs> black residents actually made up 52% of the state population. So that would have cut the state's population in half. World, the newspaper published by Marcus Garvey of the Universal Improvement Association, embraced the proposal. Hurrah for Senator McCollum, it said. He was the man who proposed the bill. He, it went on to say, work of Universal Improvement Association Hoorah! bearing fruit. Hoorah! All along. Why can't we use that one now, anymore? Isn't that good? Bill. The Senate passed it, but the House voted it down. 40 to 32. Mm. The reason was the people in the House argued that this would deprive the state of useful manpower. So there you go. It was voted down. It never, it never emerged as uh, an official message to to President Harding. Now, interestingly enough, in 1939, that was only 17 years later. Uh, no, uh, yes, 17 Hoorah. years later, Senator Thomas Bilbo Hoorah. of Mississippi 
He carried a colonization forward with, on a new generation, proposing what he called the Greater Liberia Act. It was modeled on uh, Senator McCollum's 1922 resolution offering France and Britain relief for their war debts in exchange for 400,000 square miles adjoining Liberia. And Greater Liberia was to be run by a youth military general after blacks were sent there. So uh, that sort of thing that they were doing a hundred years ago, but now we have Ahmad Arbery Day in perpetuity. <laughs> Things have indeed changed. Things have indeed changed. I I see so. Oh dear, oh dear. Now let's see what's our next story. Now I thought we had. Uh, well, okay. Well, you know we have the. All right. Now Tucker went off apparently. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Yesterday morning, Joe Biden's Secretary of State, a man called Tony Blinken, went on to the Sunday show over at CBS News to announce a new policy toward Russia. Going forward, Blinken explained, the Biden administration will use Poland as a cutout to send fighter jets to the government of Ukraine. Those jets will be used to fight the Russian military. Blinken announced this in a calm, even tone that suggested this was conventional procedure, business as usual, nothing to worry about just another weekend at the State Department. But in fact, it's not typical. It's a very big step. It could turn out to be a pivot point in history. And for that reason, we want to show Gas you... Gas is at a record high. I mentioned that earlier, but we haven't actually done a story on if, it. If, for instance, the Polish government, a NATO member, wants to send fighter jets, does that get a green light from the U.S., or are you afraid that that will escalate tension? No, that, that, that gets a green light. In fact, we're talking uh, with uh, our Polish friends right now about what we might be able to do to backfill uh, their needs if, in fact, they choose to provide these fighter jets to, to the Ukrainians. Uh, what could we do? How can we help to make sure that uh, they get something to backfill the planes that they're handing over to, to the Ukrainians? Are you afraid that will escalate tension, asks the script reader, because even a CBS News anchor knows that sending fighter jets to a war <laughs> usually does that. No, replies Tony Blinken. That gets a green light. It's a remarkable exchange. What are we watching here, apart from a conversation between two incredibly shallow people who have limited contact with reality? What we're watching is the beginning of a war between the United States and Russia. If that sounds jarring, what else would you call it? That's maybe what I've been saying. Everything that Tony Blinken just said, maybe you do support Tucker is so on the ball. I'm sorry. I don't always agree with him. and We know he plays it safe here and there, but damn. This guy, you guys, if you watch me at all the last couple of weeks, you've seen me rage out about this. They clearly 100% are trying to push us into war with Russia. Like, there's just no doubt about it in my mind. Let's not lie about what's happening. Let's be as honest and yes. as we can be, especially now, because it matters. Oh, the it Biden matters. The administration just inserted itself with force into the middle of a hot And guess war what? These fucking idiots are going off a cliff just like the right wing did with Iraq and it's on the left about Ukraine, except now it's much more dangerous, actually, because it involves Russia. Two foreign powers. That means the United States is now an active participant in a war. We are at war with Russia. Whether or not that war has been officially declared, whether or not Congress has authorized that war, all of that is irrelevant. That war is happening right now as we watch. Why is no one in Washington saying anything about this? Because they support it. They always have. Almost five years ago, way back in 2017, Congressman Eric Swalwell of California came on this show for another Russiagate debate, one of many. He came to let us know how Vladimir Putin had gotten Donald Trump elected president. 
It was all as stupid as you remember it until the end of the interview when Swalwell said something odd and interesting. Swalwell explained that because Putin had installed Donald Trump secretly in the White House, the United States should now, quote, do everything we can to expand NATO's role. In other words, we should let Ukraine join NATO. That's odd. Why would he say that? Why would a policy so seemingly obscure NATO, Ukraine, what? Why would that be a priority for some forgettable congressman from the East Bay? Well, simple. Because getting Ukraine to join NATO was the key to inciting war with Russia. We didn't get it at the time. Now it's obvious. Vladimir Putin just invaded Ukraine because he didn't want Ukraine to join NATO. Putin certainly had other motives as well. People always do have multiple motives. But that's the main reason Russia invaded. The Russians don't want American missiles on their border. They don't want a hostile government next door. Now that's true, whether you're allowed to say it in public right now or not. It has been true for a long time. A lot has been written about this over many years by serious people. No one who knows anything and is honest will tell you Putin invaded Ukraine simply because he is evil. Putin may be evil, he certainly seems to be, but he also has strategic motives in doing that, whether or not you agree with those motives. That's irrelevant, those are the facts. So with those facts in mind, the Biden administration's behavior in the days before the Ukraine invasion tells you a lot about what motivated them. With Russian troops massed by the thousands on the Ukrainian border, Joe Biden sent Kamala Harris, Kamala! the least capable diplomat in Washington, there to she explain is. America's policy to European heads of state. At a public press event at the Munich Security Conference, Kamala Harris encouraged Ukraine to become a member of NATO. Quote, I appreciate and admire President Zelensky's desire what? to join NATO. Message, up yours, Vladimir Putin. Go ahead and invade Ukraine. And of course, Vladimir Putin did that just days later. Yeah. So the invasion was no right. surprise to the Biden administration. They knew that would happen. That was the point of the exercise. We watched all this happen. We missed it. How? Honestly, because it was insane and therefore very hard to take seriously. Why in the world would the United States intentionally seek war with Russia? How could we it possibly benefit from that war? It does seem fucking insane, doesn't it, Tucker? We still don't know the answer to that question, but it is obvious that permanent Washington has been fixated on war with Russia for a very long time. Yeah. A couple of years ago, you may remember, we'd forgotten, they impeached a sitting president, why? for threatening to withhold military aid to President Zelensky of Ukraine. Failing to back a proxy war in Ukraine was the one thing Donald Trump was not allowed to do as president. Again, they impeached him for it. And no one said much about it, even in his own party, because of course they supported war with Russia too. Maybe even more than the Democrats did. As far back as 2016, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, hysterical little Lindsey Graham, was jumping around <laughs> acting out his war fantasies in front hysterical of foreign soldiers in Ukraine. If we saw this tape at the time, we don't remember seeing it. Back in 2016, Ukraine seemed like a faraway place. We should have paid more attention. Here it is. Your fight is our fight. 2017 will be the year of offense. All of us will go back to Washington and we will push the case against Russia. Enough of a Russian aggression. It is time for them to pay a heavier price. 
your fight is our fight? That's a very strange thing for an American lawmaker to say to a foreign military. Why would the Ukrainian government's fight in 2016 possibly be our fight? On what grounds is it our fight? What does that even mean? We don't know. And yet now it is demonstrably true. Ukraine's fight is our fight. Ukraine's war is our war. It's here, but most Americans did not see that coming. Yet permanent Washington certainly did. Permanent Washington understood that the second Vladimir Putin's forces rolled across the border into Ukraine, we would inevitably be on a course toward war with Russia. They knew. Here's the president of the August Council on They've Foreign been Relations on the day of the invasion. We need now a responsive necessity to his war of choice. And there's got to be to raise the economic costs at home, to raise the military costs on the ground. I hate to be so blunt, but he, you know, the most vulnerable thing that, that, that Putin's vulnerable to is, is dead Russian soldiers. What? So we have to make sure Ukraine has the means to, to, to resist. Dead Russian soldiers. At the time, that seemed a little bellicose. Right out of the gate, it had just happened. Maybe bit. there's some way to de-escalate this. The invasion's terrible. But isn't America's role as steward of the West to make things better? Wouldn't a prompt Russian withdrawal from Ukraine be the wisest course for everyone, including and especially the Ukrainians, on whose behalf we claim to speak, but whose country would well, be leveled? this is what I was talking about earlier. Um, I think it was with Cisco last night, wasn't it? Um, by some respect, if, if it's going to be Russia in the end anyway, uh, which I think it's going to be um, winning this, uh, by, by prolonging it, prolonging it, you're actually killing a lot more Ukrainians. Uh, whereas if you just say, hey, Ukraine, you know what? We'll figure this out later. Maybe we'll negotiate this down to something else. But a lot of you guys are going to get killed if we you know, keep this bullshit going. By a protracted war? Resign. You Graham, Graham should be in prison. You would think so, but that's not what anyone in Washington wanted. They wanted a war, and now they have one. So where's this going? That's the question for the rest of us who had no role in making these decisions. Well, it's worrisome. You should keep in mind that the U.S. government is currently run by the same people who planned the Afghanistan withdrawal, the ones who tanked the U.S. dollar, the people who run Baltimore, the ones who tried to send crack pipes to junkies. These are people with a long history of destroying things and no history at all of building anything. So a lot could go wrong. They tell us that Vladimir Putin is unbalanced. We'll take that at face value. We know that Putin has thousands of nuclear weapons. Putin has said that if he is pushed, he will use nuclear weapons. Could be wise to believe him. Harry Kazianis does believe him. Kazianis is a foreign policy analyst in Washington. Like a lot of people in his business, he regularly participates in government-sponsored war games. These are designed to map out what would happen if various countries fell into conflict with one another. Dietzak DeBuff sent $3 and John McCain should be dead. <laughs> A couple of years ago, not long ago at all, Kazianis participated in a war game press has to spit on McCain. predicated on a war with Russia. He wrote about this the other day in The Federalist, quote, in the course of what we call the NATO-Russia... By the way, Dawson had an awesome McCain shirt. He gave out some stickers. I wish... Should I show these? These are Dawson stickers, not mine, by the way. He gave these to attendees. This is a uh, one of them says interrupted. <laughs> no. Uh, then there what was it this one? ANC. Go watch the interview. By the way, the first part it's up on Odyssey. 
Let's see. I got all kinds of stickers. Where was the one? There was another one that I like. Anyway, there's several. Anti Neo. Wait, what was it say? Anti Neo Con Report, ANC. Shout out to Dawson. Rare stickers are based. Yeah. I thought so too. I don't know where I'll put this one, though. I'll have some stickers at the. Um, Killstream Kingpin Invitational as well, so I'll have uh, some stickers of the event designs and all that shit. I gotta get some stuff printed up. It's gonna be fun, Dallas, Dallas, Texas, April second. All right, let me finish this real quick, and then I'm gonna get out of here. I was, uh, I just wanted to play this clip. Basically, I was already done. <laughs> War of 2019. We estimated one billion people died. One billion. And if we aren't careful, what happened in a simulation could happen if a NATO-Russia war erupts over Ukraine. That war has just erupted. Yeah, well, we'll be following that war tomorrow. Tequila Sunrise. Patrick Holly didn't make it tonight, so we had impromptu blood sports. I still really enjoyed the show, actually. Uh, went to some cool places. Uh, got some uh, interesting discussion in there. Heartfelt discussion as well. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I hope you did as, uh, as well. Uh, I'll be back. Tequila Sunrise. Like I said, going to try to start earlier. Let's shoot for 10 to 11. Between 10 and 11. Uh, but uh, we'll see how my I got to do some stuff after. Uh, actually, some more work after the show. So I won't be able to go right to sleep. Uh, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed the fruits of my labor. I hope you enjoyed the kill stream tonight, tomorrow. Sunrise, Patrick Holly didn't make it. We'll try to reschedule him. Maybe we'll get him in on the sunrise even. Uh, tomorrow night we're going to have Richard Spencer on. Michael Sisko is going to be here in studio as my co-host. Uh, and we're going to have Spencer here probably going at Cisco, if I had to guess, and taking your calls probably going at them. Now, we're not going to have him for the full three hours, but he's going to come in around 10 o'clock, uh, and we'll have him for about 90 minutes or so. Well, 60 to 90 minutes. Uh, we'll take some callers after the first 30, 45 minutes. Uh, so it should be interesting. A nice little lightning round. That's a lightning round for Richard. Uh, he's been on some marathon sessions uh, here on the kill stream. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to that. I'm uh, going to try to get Vince on later in the week. We'll see. Thursday, we ha we have the organizer, that North Texas uh, speech. And I'll talk about that more on Wednesday or Tuesday. I talked about it a lot today on the Sunrise, if you watch that. Uh, Kelly Nider. Kelly Neidert, uh, she's going to be here. Lord Miles Rutledge is going to be back next week. So March 24th, Adam Green versus E. Michael Jones. We got a pretty good schedule, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. So be on the lookout for all that. Thank you for your support tonight. I really do appreciate it. If I can find my song, I shall leave you and see you again tomorrow morning. There it is. Why won't it play? Ah! Should I, should I get the review copy of Elden Ring, by the way? I was thinking about that. Should I, I know I probably won't have time to play it that much, but I don't know. I'll look into that. Shout out to Odyssey. Shout out to Cozy. Shout out to the YouTube Restream Gang Gang. Shout out to the Podcast Gang Gang. Good night. See ya tomorrow.
Sibo.